You are now listening to How Do You Do? Featuring Bread Breakfast and Hannah Backwards. It's time to learn, y'all. Hi, hello and welcome. This is How Do You Do? What's my name again? Bread Breakfast. And yours is Hannah Backwards. That it is. Yeah. Who's our guest? Terrell Norton. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Terrell. <laughs> Terrell, you are a chef and bartender. I thought you were going to go with shithead at first, and you, I was like, I would have just yeah. nodded, but yeah, no, all of those things. <laughs> and a comic. And a comic. That's how I know you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually added it to the the post on social media about this that you have uh, a very unique way of telling the audience to shut the fuck up uh, yeah we which time that's <laughs> mostly when you just tell them to shut the fuck yeah. up or clap for me yeah i've done that i've definitely done that i'm kind of like jeb bush of comedy where it's just kind of like please laugh like just help me help you people they're so quiet they, they want to be polite oh yeah they just kind of they almost do like the golf golf clap you know and they're just kind of like oh we're out of the house yay and i'm like no 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 we're having fun fuck that let's yeah, do this we're gonna laugh we're having fun damn it <laughs> Out of your house, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, I could. I, last night, I couldn't get them to like keep clapping in between sets. <laughs> I love those because it's like you don't. You realize it's not that hard, right? Here to here, there we go. Now continue. Repeat that. Cool. Are clapping. they on the stage yet? Then keep fucking clapping. What are you doing? <laughs> Until I get to the mic and start talking. It got like dead silent for a couple minutes between people. That's like, it was always fun. I'm sorry. I'm one of those comics though that I'm like, I'm one of the guys that I'm like, no, 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 no. Let me at them. Like if it's like like crazy quiet in between or anything like that, and they're just kind of like, we don't know who to put up next. I'm like, fucking over here. I'll do it. Fucking hell. Like that is. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Because like. Either A, I get to bask in awkward silence, which is amazing, or B, I bring them back and then I get off stage and I just look at everyone that's after me and go, you all fucking owe me. Like that is. (laughs) And as the host, I get to fucking follow that. Right? Yeah. Daryl's just (laughs) abused the entire audience and I got to go calm them down. (laughs) The funniest part is the, the reactions when I get off stage after like a really insulting set that I'll do. You have half the audience that's like, fuck that guy. That guy's an asshole. <laughs> and then the other half are like, that guy's fucking great. I love him. <laughs> that guy's hilarious. And if you're of that second crowd, we could probably chill. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love when I'm trying to like get to the stage and people are stopping me to go, hey, you you did really good. <laughs> like, sh- stop. <laughs> I would like to continue to do good. Let me go do that. <laughs> they don't know how to act. <laughs> All right. So, uh, first, I need to give a shout out to Stranger Prince. We haven't talked about them uh, in a minute. And I was reminded because I wore their shirt last night. We both wore the- yeah. their shirts last night and we didn't plan on it. So, just. Listeners, strangerprints.com. Go get yourself some t-shirts. They're great. They're super soft, and they fit me really well, and I'm a weird, weirdly shaped person. <laughs> I hate when someone will bring up my shape or anything like that, <laughs> it was good or bad, because I'm just kind of like, well, that's going to be fun looking in the mirror later. Yeah. I'm just going to hate <laughs> all of that. Great. That shape. <laughs> I'll just hear my old lady like outside the bathroom, like, honey, are you okay? And she's just going to hear, like, like Macy Gray playing and I'm just I'm just crying. I'm like, everything's fine. 
And then I'm going to wrap it up with you're beautiful from Aguilera just to make sure that yeah. I walk out knowing I'm that bitch. You know, yeah. I'm. I'm one of those. I gotta bitch. really, you gotta, it's gotta start at home, the confidence, you know? Like, you gotta get there. <laughs> I am employing non Euclidean geometry with my body shape <laughs> as, as I get older. I'm just hoping that, like, my body morphs into a D20 at some point. <laughs> then that's just really. That's one of the best shapes uh, out there. Yeah. But knowing my luck, my head will be the one, and it's, you know, every time I roll, I fuck up. You know, it's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> you show up at your kid's school and your kid is like bleeding from an arrow wound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I really circumvented that one. And uh, fuck, it came up later. <laughs> we right. can say fuck, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Fuck, 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 fuck. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Anchor gives me an option to upload these as, uh, as uh, um, what, what's the Explicit? word? Explicit. Explicit content. Well, you ain't fucking ready for today, Anchor. <laughs> Cox milkers, so, let's do this. <laughs> well, sometimes I forget and nobody said anything, so I don't think it no, matters. I, I don't think they really check on that. Well, not. yeah, the, I love the idea that people think that there's just this one guy that's just sort of <laughs> listening, listening to, all, to all of them. Like, it's just like, I fucking hate this job. <laughs> like, I swear to God, one more fucking podcast about serial killers and I'm going to turn into and one. I will be that like, serial killer. <laughs> he's on the news. Uh, he's six o'clock news standing on top of a very tall building going, Joe Rogan owes me. <laughs> well, so I have a rant, and you're not going to be surprised about this one, Hannah, because we, I, I have really bad allergies, like, I, like, actually deadly, and I have to take a shitload of antihistamines, and we discovered that how much did Zyrtec cost me at Walgreens for 10 pills? Like $15? $15. We recently bought 300 of them for $6 $6 on the internet. Jesus. I don't understand the markup of just over-the-counter meds that everybody has to... Well, now I guess I do understand. I just walked into understanding it. It's capitalism. But it's still, say it, fuck it. Shouldn't happen. I always love it when I run into my own point. Yeah, that's really fuck. Ah, son of a bitch. I, that's my thing. Yep, There's okay. The all right, all right. So if Mr. Walgreen is listening to this, <laughs> eat my entire ass. Amazon's <laughs> doing better than you. I don't like Jeff Bezos. I don't want to like Jeff Bezos. And you're giving me reasons to like him. I hate that bald fuck. I wish <laughs> his spaceship crashed. We all do, Jeffy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, so we got a couple facts. And, Terrell, this first one is going to... I don't Actually, it may not surprise you. Did I you have know? PTSD. Not a lot does anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I get that. Did you know that stand-up comedy began in the 1840s as minstrel shows by a blackface? I don't know which part of that I hate more. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> this is Western stand-up because right. there is like if you've ever tried to watch yes. Japanese stand-up comedy, it's very hard to understand. Like, it's it's very Well, yeah, traditional. I don't speak Japanese. So <laughs> Even in English. You can watch it in English on, on YouTube. and Nothing got, spells like, stand-up comedy like dubs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would like a subtitle, please. Thank you. All right. Now that I've got that, 
Carry on. Yeah, make me funny down here. <laughs> I don't know who's typing, but don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. Is that an ampersand? Fuck you. Well, it's, they've got like three acts or five acts, and there's like a musical portion and then a performing How, arts they portion. They just do everything better. It's way better. They but just do everything better. Like, if a Japanese person shows up at your job to do your job, just start looking for a new one because yeah. he's going to be really good at it. Like, their game shows are better, they're more fun. They're oh, yeah. Like, I mean, like, every one of them, like, uh, Americans want to be like, okay, but, you know, they just go to their houses. They, and I'm like, but what a wonderful world to live in. Like, <laughs> he respects my space, I respect his. Fuck you, fuck you. We move on. Move on. America, we got to express that. You know what I mean? I have to scream fuck you at you <laughs> in order for you to be like, I don't think that guy likes me. <laughs> I I, uh, I have to be kind of mean as part of my job, and I'd like to see a really, just any positive person trying to do it, just an optimist oh, trying God. to be a pawnbroker. I, when I bartend or anything like that, that's kind of my... Go to whenever fuck you doesn't work. Yeah. So after a while, I just get tired. You start throwing different pitches, just seeing what happens. Yeah. So like someone will come up and be like, uh, this drink is pretty fucking weak. And I'm like, oh, oh, I'm sorry about that. Big shoots. Fucking <laughs> hell. Let me go ahead and grab it. All of a sudden I'm letter Kenny. Let me go ahead and grab a fucking glass. I'll get you a new one. <laughs> And then they're just kind of like looking at me going, okay, all right, fuck you, buddy. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> okay, so today I had this guy come in, and uh, I can't I can't give any details but uh, about, who, about who this guy is, but he, he was just rude. And he was asking us uh, how much we were going to give him for all this stuff. I'm like, you know, 40 bucks, whatever. So he said, uh, oh, God, oh, let me think about it. And he just stood there for You five don't have minutes. to describe him at all, and with that sound... <laughs> I'm like, I know what he looks like. Yeah. I, can I can probably go find him right now <laughs> and be like, let me guess, you went to a pawn shop today? Very disappointed outcome? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, and, uh, well because Pawn Stars has poisoned everyone. That's, oh, yeah. That's, let that's me it. call a guy. How about and, go fuck yourself? I told you 40. Like, I'm going to look it up on YouTube <laughs> or eBay. First of all, eBay. you're trying to sell me eight Hot Wheels out of the package. <laughs> you're not getting more than this crisp $1 bill, you cock. $400. Oh, God. Yeah, this one's happens. rare. That might be true, but it's also cut in half. So go fuck yourself. There we are again. The thing I say most is, but we don't buy that. <laughs> and it's like the guy kept trying to sell me a trailer today, but we don't buy trailers. We don't have room for trailers. We're in a small building. I feel like it's not uncommon what is and isn't acceptable to sell at a pawn shop. You know what I yeah, mean? No, like, this isn't no. like pawn shops are this new thing and everyone's like, what is that, pawn? Okay, I like that. I like they use the W and not the O or anything like that. That's nice. Okay, I'm going to sell them my house. No, not like that. No, 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 that's not what we do. We buy guns that might have killed people. Yeah. We buy knives that definitely killed people, definitely oh, yeah. cut your fucking hand all the shit, and we buy apparently a bunch of, like, farming equipment. That's cool, too. Yeah. Oh, and your Tools. neighbor's TV, because fuck it, we didn't notice the three teeth missing from the front, you meth head. Yeah, oh, you know? yeah. So it's so, It's so good common. times all around. I love it whenever I hear about shit like that. I'm like, what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> well, we don't normally take trailers, and we have nowhere to put it, but <laughs> you seem cool. The, like. guy, the guy was calling me, asking me, and I'm like, have you ever seen our building? <laughs> you, you know that I park in the parking lot. <laughs> this is no But it's really cool. I don't give a shit, dude. It's not a gray area. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, they're but, the uh, exceptional. So this, this rude, rude guy, he goes out to his car to go look for a component to something he's trying to sell me. Came back in, sans component, 
just eating a banana. <laughs> I just love the idea that he got there, was looking around and went, what was I looking for again? I got a banana. Oh, shit, a banana. <laughs> I'm going to start eating this and I'll figure it out. And then he just kind of wandered back in and was like, nope, still got nothing. <laughs> this banana's good, though. He came back in like I just forgot. Like, he forgot, I forgot. It's, we're all good. New interaction. <laughs> You just go back to your last save checkpoint. That's all it is. It's video game logic. It's fine. But, uh, I don't even know how we got here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have to be <laughs> That's some good weed, man. That's <laughs> how I got here. Well, yeah, I just have to be... Eventually, I have to just keep saying no and looking down at the floor. I can't make eye contact after that. Oh, yeah. Just, nope. Nope. They, nope. It starts becoming... It's really shitty to say, but in certain situations like that, whenever they just, like, keep coming at you with dumb shit and everything like that, they stop looking like people yeah. after a while. Yeah. They just look like big mouths that just fucking bitch and moan at you, and yeah. you're just kind of like, yeah, no. One big, <laughs> Fuck one off. big brick wall, and I'm like, I answered this six times already. What you're are right. you doing? The worst is when it's, yeah, when it's like repetition of the same answers. Hey, can I get a Tito's and vodka? You want to try that again? <laughs> or or do you want to do it? Like, I'll, I'll give it to you. I don't give a shit, but if you want to try it again... We can. Like, that's... How, how often do people ask for that? Oh, my God. It's often, yeah. Oh, yeah. And whoever you're imagining right now making that order, yeah, that's right. It's everyone, I yeah, assume, yeah. No, it's fucking, it's... Is it, like... Okay, we're gonna piss some people off. Let's fucking do it. Do it. It is South Tulsa fucking white women in their 20s. <laughs> okay, no. Literally imagine, every time. Yeah. Can I get a Tito's and vodka? You, okay. <laughs> Take two. Let's try yeah. it again. And this time with feeling. Think about what you're Give saying. Give it to me you real. You know what I mean? And fuck you. That's like, but like the best are the ones they have very specific things they want with their drinks as well. Can I get a, a Tito's and vodka with four lines? I will fucking strike you. Like that is, there's nothing that's going to make this better for you than fucking three extra lines. Yeah. Let's fucking do this shit. Have, have you ever just at the end of a shift just made it? Like you're you're sad and tired. You're like, oh yeah. I'm just gonna pour a no, lot of vodka. No, and here's the best part: if you keep insisting to me that you want a, a Tito's and vodka, I'll make it. What I'll do is I'll get a rocks glass, put some ice in. I'll put Tito's in, and then I will grab the shittiest well vodka. Oh yeah. And I'll pour that in, and then I will charge you for both shots. And when you look at me weird, I'm gonna get. I'm just gonna look at you and go. Let me guess, you wanted a Tito's and soda or something, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Go fuck yourself. It's not what you said. Yeah, I mean, it, you remember at before some point, when I tried to save us from this this yeah. moment? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and what is the well vodka? Is it Popov or Tvarsky? There, it depends. Honestly, that's okay. the best part about well is that you have no fucking idea what it is. Even same bar, a different fucking week. Yeah, yeah. Well, I assumed so, but it, I, I've had so many like, just absolute hand sanitizer vodkas that I'm imagining how bad this drink (laughs) could be. And and I can taste it. Oh, LITs, like every time, it is without fail. If they come up to the bar and order Long Island iced tea every time in my head, without fail, my thought is, no problem, garbage person. 
Yeah. Because you could put the shittiest liquors in an LIT and they're still going, mm, that's good. I'm like, enjoy tomorrow. Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah, no, that's the number one drink that people order that bartenders will never touch. Another bartender told oh, me yeah. this because there's so much sugar. You, you are learn guaranteed from it pretty to fucking quickly. Yeah. Like, anyone who's been drinking for a while, honestly, won't touch an LIT. Yeah. Unless they are, in fact, unless they're a ready garbage to, person. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and unless I was... they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Bring on the ulcers. I don't give a fuck. Like, let's do this. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm on my way out. Yeah, I was a bad drunk, so, I mean, I've ordered a few well, yeah. <laughs> in my younger days. I feel like, yeah, you're not allowed to comment on an LIT unless you've had an LIT. Yeah. The worst part is, at first, you're like, I don't see what the big deal is. This is fucking delicious. Yeah. <laughs> and then on your third one, you're like, I can't feel fucking anything. anything. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know why it's called a Long Island iced tea. I'm assuming everyone in Long Island is just dead. <laughs> because that's all they drink. They're just like, can I get a nice tea? Fuck, I'm wasted. It's, another. It does taste good for no reason. It defies the laws of it's physics. It's the power of sweet and sour. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm telling you, you can put fucking sweet and sour up against most things, and it's like, that's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just Ooh. sugar. <laughs> I love going out, well, in, in my drinking days, I loved going out with non-drinkers who would try to order stuff that no bar will ever have. Oh, yeah. I want a whiskey and Mountain Dew. We had that. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the bars I worked at, we had Mountain Dew, and I would put it in drinks all the time just to see if anyone would notice. <laughs> like, I swear to God, they'd be like, make me something sweet. And I'd be like, okay. And then I'd start to make, like, a regular ass, like, sex on the beach, and they'd be like, and Mountain Dew. Fuck it. And then, like, half the time they'd come back and be like, this is Fucking delicious. <laughs> this is the greatest thing I've ever put in my mouth. I'm like, yeah, I see your boyfriend. I can definitely believe that. Right. And then they're just like, do it again. How did you do that? And I'm like, fucking hatred for mankind, mostly. And yeah. just. I took my sister. I took my sister to a bar when she was like, I don't know, 22, maybe. She had just started drinking, and she was going to start the night slow, and she just ordered uh, a 7-Up or something, and yeah. got it, and she's like, it's flat. And I said, yeah, we're in a fucking bar. Yeah. <laughs> this is normally mixed soda. with happy juice, so yeah. no one gives a fuck. Like, yeah. Whenever, it's not like, carbonated when you order. anything about, like, bar sodas or anything like that. Like, I think my old lady actually made that comment the other day. She goes, I love getting sodas here. Other bars, they kind of suck. And I was like... Babe, no one's regulating that soda. Yeah. No one has changed that soda in months. Like, that is just sitting back there, just stuck to things. Um, like, those boxes they come those boxes in, it's just leaking. stuck there. And there's just, just liquid that used to be liquid. Like, it's a Newtonian fluid. Like, as soon as you start to touch it, it just gets sticky again. Yeah. And you're like, God fucking damn it, it won't come it's off. It's literally been there for six months, and it's still sticky. Oh, yeah. And you can't even tell which soda it is anymore. No. Like, that was Mountain Dew? <laughs> <laughs> the line nasty. that carried that soda to the glass started COVID. Yeah. <laughs> it has never been clean. Oh, I, I, work, I started working at one bar who shall remain nameless, but... Because I said something about, like, hey, this tastes fucking weird. Like, maybe we should get someone out here to clean the lines. And they go... Clean the lines. <laughs> oh my god! And I was like, oh my god, this bar has been open for so long. <laughs> I, okay, I can name this place because it's no longer open. Uh, the right wing. It Ugh, used to be on. I hate the fucking name already. Yeah, well, it's just a wing place. Uh, it, okay. Tacky name, but great wings. Guy was from Buffalo, uh, but I would always go in and order a beer because one beer equaled 
two to three beers because nobody else ordered it, so they never like bled the taps. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. And I, that has got to be one of my favorite like dive bar yeah. tactics. <laughs> is just hey brother, what's the cheapest fucking beer on that tap? Yeah. Okay, well we got Bud Light, Budweiser. I don't think you're fucking hearing me. <laughs> I said the cheapest. Yeah beer like you got hams you got pbr you got lost lake i don't give a fuck like fucking put it in my face like that's that's where that goes yeah because then they'll start to pour it and they're like oh no one's ordered this in a while okay well that's a lot of head i'll put that to the side here we go new glass here we go and three quarters still head all right and nailed it there's no one else here do you want these beers yes i do yeah. right over here all please, three, please. uh you. and anyway here's your 250 and this is why your business is no longer around. Have a good one. <laughs> Once she brought me a tray of five beers and said I couldn't get the tap to shut off. It's still going. And I'm like, I'll give you like 10 bucks. Just keep them coming. I'll fold up another and put it in your pocket. Oh, yeah. No, there was uh, there was a time whenever, like you, I was a bit of a drunk. Uh <laughs> There's a difference between alcoholic and drunk, by the way. Yeah, alcoholic yeah. is like, you know, oh, I'm going to be in a movie about my recovery someday. <laughs> and a drunk is like, fuck your movie. Like, I, I don't give a fuck. Just give me my beer. I'm alive like, that's, today. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to call that a win because I definitely should not have been. But like, I would go to these bars all the time and it would be shit like that. But there was one time that this girl goes, fuck. Like, she's just just fucking pissed. And there's like two other guys in there, but they're both over 60. One of them's reading a novel and they're sitting on like, opposite ends of the bar so you can tell those are the two old guys yeah. that like are never gonna die and they're just gonna hate each other the whole fucking time yeah so she's just fuck 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 and i walk in and i go uh hello she goes i'm sorry i'm trying to change this keg i can't seem to fucking do it and if i don't i'm gonna get in trouble and i go i mean if you're cool with it i'll come help you i, I worked in bars and shit like that fix the fucking problem change the fucking keg and then she goes until the next shifts get here you can just keep drinking. When your glass is empty, I'll just fill it, and that's my thank you. And I was like, well, I mean, I was going to do shit today, but... Yeah, uh like, change your plans. Change your plans. Here we go. <laughs> and I ended up, like, she, her shift was another four hours. Oh, wow. And anybody who's drank with me knows that I can get a lot done in a little amount of time. Oh, yeah, yeah. When, when persuaded, I've got this. Like... I was just kind of, by the end, I was like, I don't know. What do you like to drink? Fucking make me one of those. Like, <laughs> we're switching to LITs. <laughs> we keep this up and we're going to change that same fucking keg again. Like, that's really. <laughs> okay, one more bar story, because these are too good. Uh, <laughs> I went to a place in Tulsa called the Dusty Dog. Hannah knows this story. I know Dusty Dog. I was not drinking. I was hungry. Dusty Dog doesn't serve food. So I did what I always do when I'm hungry at a bar. Hey, can I get a bowl of olives? Normal thing. Yeah. At most bars. Oh, they'll fucking look at you weird for it. But yeah, you can totally get one of those. <laughs> she started cackling and yelling at the other patrons, of which there were many. This guy wants olives. <laughs> and then I realized she's hammered drunk and they haven't served a martini in 20 years. Yeah, it's all <laughs> just weird to old vets basically now. I love people that order martinis because either A, I saw that coming when they walked through the door. I'm yeah. like, let me guess, martini? You fucking high maintenance And bitch. you've never had one? Yeah. And then even better is like the fucking 21-year-old that watched Mad Men when he was <sighs> 19 and decided he was finally going to try it. Hey, can I get a martini? <laughs> I wouldn't get it for me, brother. Yeah. <laughs> that guy down there will impress you with it, but me, I'm just going to give you some shit. You know that that's just like gin, right? Yeah. Gin it's just doesn't really taste cold good. cold liquor. 
and an, and a little bit of another liquor. Yeah, that and tastes like airplane glue. And now try and keep a straight face while you drink this. Go, yeah. you fucking idiot! Like you're 21 years old, you think scotch <laughs> is disgusting. You are gonna hate this, and I cannot wait to show you your tab where you owe me $18 now. <laughs> For that. <laughs> it For that little fucking <laughs> glass that you don't even Ugh. look manly holding. They're, you little shit. They're the worst just tasting liquors. Just the two fingers down on the stem. Just, <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> but that's expensive, so just down the hatch. Fuck it. <sighs> Vermouth doesn't taste good unless it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. And gin well, doesn't taste good. I like gin. I don't like Vermouth. I like gin in uh. certain respects. Like if it's like brunch or maybe okay, like in a nice that. cocktail or something like that but i've got buddies that they're just g and t all the way just give me a gin and tonic a couple lines Ugh. i'm fucking set and i went through a phase there for a little bit where i was convinced that g and t's were my, were my comedy drink like that was the one like i was gonna get a g and t and i was like now i'm funny like it was really because <laughs> <laughs> when you're first starting out you're like i don't know That's really how this works yeah. yeah so i'm gonna try fucking everything so you're like trying different drinks you're like okay i was funny last night with the g and t so I'm going to try it again tonight. Oh, I nailed again. Okay. This is starting to look like I figured <laughs> it out. for two. Oh, fucking. Yeah, all the good ones. They all fucking got GNTs. There's no way anyone can convince me otherwise. And then you bomb. And you're like, gin sucks. Like, <laughs> Never having another for, gin For me, the comedy drink was five beers. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's my plateau where I'm funny and loosened up enough where I can say just about anything. But I know not to say the bad F word. <laughs> Yeah, no matter what state it is, you, you and know. And a hush falls over the crowd. <laughs> that was <laughs> a guy said. A guy said it at open mic and fucking stuck the landing. So I hate that. <laughs> I was so anytime mad. someone like is kind of an edge lord or anything and it does well, I just I hate myself a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and that guy's not I'm even gonna gay. I'm gonna be a fucking asshole, but I'm not getting up there and being like, "Y'all ready for a rape joke?" Like I'm not that guy. Yeah, like, no. I'm just a little bit pissed off all the time. <laughs> so it's like whenever. A guy goes up there and he's like a white guy that drops the n word and everyone's like, "Oh, that was pretty funny though." I'm like, "No, no, no, no it wasn't." wasn't. Like, <laughs> okay. Normally, don't get me wrong; those happen in South Tulsa mostly. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. let's be real here. Oh yeah, yeah. <sighs> Welcome to Tulsa. <laughs> Fuck you. Satero, <laughs> exactly. so, your pronouns he him. He him. Yeah. I am a cis white monogamous male. I know, I know. But I always like to tell people, not one of those cis white monogamous males. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. Uh, it's be... one of the, like, my brother is trans, um, you yeah. know, I have plenty of friends that are polyamorous, I have plenty of friends that are, my my partner is pansexual, you know, things like yeah. that, and so whenever I, you know, have to tell people all of that, they kind of look at me like, kind of sounds like you're riding their coattails a little bit, I'm like, no, I'm explaining why I'm definitely not one of those <laughs> yeah. cis white monogamous males, like, <laughs> that's just all the shit that I am, I've, I've thought about and experimented in all kinds of weird shit, you know, over my 20s, that's kind of the point of your 20s, yeah. is to figure yourself your out. And the worst thing in the world happened was that whenever I got to my 30s, I realized, oh, right, all of that shit's still, still real, still a thing, still me, fuck around. Like, I wish I was even just a little bit bi, because then it's like, just for the little, uh, you know, safety of people know I'm not a Republican, you know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> That yeah. standalone fact. But I'm not that. 
kind like, yeah, of a cis white guy. guy yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like, I know that if I go to another country, I'm like, yes, I'm an American, but I'm not one of those <laughs> Americans. It's fine. When I see the American flag, I think they're racist, too. It's <laughs> right, fine. it's fine. Same page Everything's here. great. Well, I don't know how many people I pissed off just then, but... You, no, you might be in the... If I had kept tally marks, it would have been nice. It would have been like a Doctor Who episode. You might be in the minority here. Yeah. On this podcast. Oh, yeah. No, and I'm fucking great with that on. It's like, I'm one of those guys that I'm like, oh, okay, cis, white, monogamous male, and it's becoming a minority thing to be? Finally. Great. The less of <laughs> us, the time. better. Like, <laughs> the only thing I'm worried about is that they're they're going to have a reason to have a parade. Oh, yeah. Did you see the straight flag? That's oh, the God, it's thing the I've ever seen. God. Okay. Do they I know love that it. it looks like that? Right? It's just kind of like, okay, but real quick. I saw a picture. Who, who actually just sat there and went, okay, we need to design the straight flag. Now we need a designer. Fuck. They're all gay. <laughs> I saw two guys standing in front of it, and I just thought, like, I imagined one of them oh, saying... Oh, yeah, if you're, stro- if you're scrolling quick yeah. enough, you're just like, oh, happy gay couple, moving on. Yeah. And then you're like, wait, that was that was a female symbol. Hold on a second. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Those are the guys that are afraid that yeah. dick is fantastic. Yeah. That's their thing. That's, okay, gotcha. Okay. gotcha. One of them saying... They're super straight. <laughs> super straight. Don't even try and hit on me, homo. And it's like, I was just trying to get past you to get a beer, but all right. Man, fuck around. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now I'm gonna smack your ass later. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like that's happening now. I, I'm straight and I don't give a shit. I'm gonna get four to five beers in and I'll be like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna smack him on the dockers. Yep. Let's do this. <laughs> well, Make you uncomfortable. One of them saying at the press conference, our inspiration is the trans flag, but not that way. <laughs> like, okay, dude. Okay, Kyle. <laughs> I swear I think that's where transphobes like get their their hatred from is that I think there's a part of their brain that's just kind of like could be fun (laughs) could be fun I don't know maybe I am a woman maybe no no put it out of your mind mommy taught me better smack smack (laughs) mommy taught me better you know he's one of those fucking guys or they're scared of getting bullied because mommy sent them to school in a dress (laughs) that's like a real experience and I I didn't have that so I'm like dresses (laughs) I don't know I mean kilts I'm in on kilts and shit like that but that's the thing is that it's like dresses, though, not so much. I don't like the open feeling. You know what I mean? I don't. My boys are just hanging out just it's, in the open. I feel exposed and a little afraid. Might be the PTSD. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> but at the same time, it's just kind of like then a breeze comes through and I'm like, oh, I do like that. Yeah. That is nice. <laughs> like, oh, wait. I so like I was this. like, all right, I'm going to do the combo and then just do the kilt, do the kilt with the kilt. shirt. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll tuck that in. That's like one barrier. You gotta that get... way my gut is just kind of like hanging out on top. You know what I mean? Because really guts and dresses, it. man. Mm. <laughs> Beer, guts, and dresses. <gasps> I just named my album. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so where do you currently work? I actually work for old, uh, if you live in Tulsa, you'll know who I'm talking about. If you don't live in Tulsa, get your fucking life together. Uh, I live... Uh, uh, over on Yale and everything, so I don't get to go downtown very much, but I work for Josh Lynch uh, Doghouse. Yeah. So if you are a downtown native or anything like that, you know, second in Elgin, every fucking weekend for the last over 10 yep. years, this guy came around, started slinging hot dogs, and they're really fucking good hot dogs. They are amazing. <laughs> and so, you but now, he's like yeah. branching out. Like, so now he's got, he had a special on Vice come out about the truck and everything like that. And so now he's like getting phone calls of like, Hey, like what you got brick and mortar. Like, Hell yeah. So yeah. he's getting booked for like music festivals and caterings and one-offs and all kinds of shit. And he's trying to open a brick and mortar restaurant as well. And then you look at the guy and you're just like, wait, that guy is opening all this shit. Cause like 
dreadlocks. He's got fucking gold teeth. Like his <laughs> knuckles yeah. say King Kong. That's and the way he talks, man. He's fucking. He, he's one of my favorite people of all time. I always say he's my brother from a kosher mother. And like. <laughs> I fucking love that dude. And then it was just kind of like one day he was like, hey, man, you know, let me like, I got an opening if you want to. I was like, fuck yeah, uh, dude, let's yes. do that. Yeah. <laughs> if you live in Tulsa and you've been drunk downtown, you've eaten one of oh, these Oh, yeah. Hot like dogs. if you woke up the next day and you're like, I don't know where this like heartburn that's radiating yeah. from my calves came from. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right here, buddy. That was me. Yeah. I gave you a hot dog and you loved it. You, you ate a hot dog. that in your face. With peanut butter on it. Oh, yeah. And got cheese all over an Uber. Oh, they're so mad. <laughs> Dude, the Chong Dog. I have said this multiple times. The Chong Dog is one of the best parts about being a Tulsan. It is peanut butter, uh, I believe, cream cheese. No, no. Peanut butter pickles, sriracha. Yeah. And, I, and it is what insanely is good. It is. It does not make sense as to why this is so fucking good. But I will be hammered drunk and not remember any of the way that I got home or anything but then the next day I'll be like yep I had a chong dog last night I know that part I know that part because I've just got peanut butter and my fucking beard and mustache and I'm just kind of like I wonder if I can and I'm trying to put the beard hairs in my mouth trying to get all of the peanut butter off just kind of Oh, that's nice. What is that, Jeff? That's great. <laughs> There's a a, U- or a Facebook video the next day of you riding a lime scooter eating one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, there, that has to exist. Yeah, it's got to be. There is a picture uh, that my partner took of me just holding like four of them wrapped in foil, and like the only way to describe the look on my face is genuine happiness. Yeah, like pure just, yeah. Just, joy. Ah! Like I look like an anime, like little girl, <laughs> big eyes, just <laughs> like <laughs> there are sparkles behind me, and I'm floating as I go to the car. It's great. For some reason, there's motion like lines behind me that make it look like I'm moving very fast. But it was it was great. She showed me the picture the next day, and I go, "Yep, never been happier." Yeah, that is just there's no way that that person. That's, oh, that's me. Never mind. So, <laughs> did he upgrade to a full truck? He's good. Like he has his truck. Yeah, he used to do a cart. Yeah, I remember but that was the cart. like like a decade ago, yeah. man. Like that I remember was... it at the whiskey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oof. But like, <laughs> yeah, not a good place. But like, I, I like he just decided he was gonna do it and didn't fucking let anything really stop the fucking guy you know what i mean like he was one of those guys like wait i gotta do what okay cart fuck it bring it on yeah he would do that shit in the middle of winter yeah yeah by like he stayed by a cart and coveralls running into where whatever business he's outside of for a little bit to be like can i just hang out in your heat for a second cool oh somebody wants a hot dog and just runs back out does that like the the first time i saw him (laughs) cart cardboard sign yep with his menu on it and I was like, this is the shadiest thing I'm going to do tonight. <laughs> but it looks great. But also, it was like, amazing. through that, he's also become, like, in my mind, like, one of the most patient bosses I have ever fucking worked for. Yeah. There's something wrong with the truck. All right, I'll fix it. Hey, you need to take that stuff back. Okay, cool. Like, he'll get a little stressed out and kind of snippy a little bit, but not to the point of, like, other bosses where they're just kind of like, do you have any fucking idea how busy I am today? Right. He's yeah. just kind of like, hey, brother, do you mind if you just take handle that solo or whatever? Like, can you take care of that? I got to go take care of this other shit, and then there's this other shit. Oh, and then there's this other shit that I just remembered just this second. <laughs> okay, take it easy. And then it just kind of leaves, and I'm like, well, that was that was healthy. I, I guess that was, that was oddly healthy. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's... <laughs> he delegated. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I, I know that you've pro- probably been in this situation, but lately I've just noticed that, like, there's not a lot of, like, great bosses anymore. Oh, like, yeah. most of them are absolute garbage people that are just excited to tell you that you're shit. Yeah. 
And I'm like, no, no, I'm aware of it. I'm a self-deprecating stand-up comic. I have a superpower called self-deprecation. It doesn't <laughs> right. matter how much you hate me. You'll never hate me as much as, as I, I do. Like, yeah. <laughs> but then once you're like you're there and your self-esteem is keeping you, you know, somehow still aloft. And yeah. and then they're like, I really wish you'd clean the store better. And you're like, fuck you. <laughs> you just hit the ground. Oh, yeah. like, I'm done. Yeah, that's that's why I'm a pawnbroker now. I just yeah. I just left a job like that. I left a, a job full of oh, cute people. Oh, I just people. left a job like that. And yeah. they will also remain nameless because don't want to fucking open that can of stupid. Yeah. Terrell's starting a fucking war with us, bro, or whatever the fuck. They just uh, escalate it, whatever. But I left this job, and essentially my boss was one of those people that would be like, hey, can you do this, 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 this? And I'm like, listening, because I was in the army. I just follow fucking orders. I'm like, cool. Yep, 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 yep. And then the very last thing is, oh, and when you're done with all of that, put those crackers in that basket. Like, she's pointing to those crackers, to that basket. I'm like, but you, in the time that you bitched at me about all doing all you could have done that yeah but you know what you're right fuck it it's on the end of your list i will get that done in that order and then five minutes later goes over and goes well i guess i'll just do this my fucking self then and then puts Why crackers in you? basket and i'm like okay <laughs> thank, thank like, you apparently i was being an asshole by just going okay like what do you i'm sorry is this the part where i'm supposed to be like oh I am a failure, and my mother never loved me. Like, fuck you, dude. Like, yeah, just fucking... I'm not going to tell you to stop. You should have done it when you told me about it, because you were right fucking there. It's a there. fucking job, man. Like, I don't give a fuck what the job is, ever. I don't give a fuck. There are other jobs. You are never supposed to feel, like, less than at your job. Like, everyone has to have one of these. And if you don't have to have a job, again, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but everyone has to have one of these. There's plenty of them to go around. So if you're going to treat me like shit, you're lucky I didn't just fucking spit in your face on my way out of here. You're lucky this ended the way that it did. Yeah. I'm one of those people that I'm fine with people hating me. Well, so if you're on the list, yeah. get on the list, Add honey. Like, let's it. put you on there and eat. Hey, you, you know what I mean? Like, like, you have to go have a uh, come to Jesus talk with, with this boss. I, like. I heard of yeah. him, but I just... <laughs> he had good upper body strength. He had abs Jesus. for days. <laughs> just I, praying and blowing. I went to my last my boss theories. and said, <laughs> and said uh, you know, man, my mom is German and Catholic. If you think I can't handle your passive aggression... Dude. Like, I can, but I'm going to slap you at some point. I have told many, many a people, they'll, they'll start being dick to me or something like that. I'm like, oh, so we're going to be assholes to each other. Forewarning, I'm better at it. Yeah. So you're going to hate me for this. But just remember, you fucking started this. Because normally I'm just, hey, man, let's fucking joke around. I don't take anything seriously. Why the fuck would I? Death is real. So it was just one of those. <laughs> yeah. And then out of nowhere, they want, they're just like fucking, you know what? You're fucking, they're implying essentially. They don't say it to your face. You're a fucking piece of shit and I hate you and you're less than me. And I'm like, oh, that's what we're doing now. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Gonna sharpen those old fucking knives. 20 bucks is I can make you cry before clothes. Let's fucking do this Let's shit. Let's do this. And I'm autistic, so I don't know when to stop. <laughs> and even after you're you crying. start crying, I'm like, are you faking? Yeah. I feel like I gotta drive this home. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> also, your dad didn't love you. There it is. <laughs> there it is. is. Bingo. Swish. <laughs> Oh, you have a tramp stamp with a Chinese symbol for father? Oh, oh, you'll be blowing me in two hours. I guarantee that was old school. That's old. That's an old bit. Uh, <laughs> now I have a partner, and if she listens to this, I want to clarify. 
She is a sweetheart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to say So that. hot. <laughs> <laughs> so do you find these professions to be nomadic in nature? Uh, all of them? Well, you know, bartender and yeah, chef. chef. Bartender, bartender, chef, comedian. Essentially, yeah. If you want to be good at it. Yeah. I mean, you could be great in your city with any of those, to be honest. Like, we know plenty of people that it's like they're Tulsa comedians and they're very funny in Tulsa. But in your head, you're kind of like, I kind of want to see you go against like a Chicago comic. Yeah. Or yeah. even fuck it, like an Austin, Texas comic, because that's definitely more of a hub than Tulsa. Like, For sure. So, but then, you, I mean, bartenders, you... I mean, downtown bartending, shot of Jameson and PBR. Yeah, I got you, brother. Like, that's my whole job, yep. you know. Uh, cooking, like, you're never going to learn, you know, a specific style of cooking until you go to where that's more popular or something like that. We like, never got our, our Fords, you know, or our five-star restaurant. We got Juniper. Yeah. We got Juniper. We got, we got a few places that they definitely gave it the old... Give a, give a fuck, I guess. I don't... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They gave it... They tried. The old college track. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of them mm, can't really keep that up. Yeah. Because it's a facade. You know what I mean? Like, and I think people can kind of see through that most of the time. Don't get me wrong. Southies still come to downtown and will eat there and be like, oh, 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 this is quite lovely. And it's like, you're just glad it's not Chili's. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, calm down. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, are the ones that like, it's Olive Garden is fancy, so they don't really know how to handle yeah. a five-star restaurant because they're... Used to fucking Olive Garden. So. No, there's a there's a restaurant. We, we won't name the name, but I swear to you, you'll know exactly what it is. There is a restaurant on Cherry Street, and the way that I describe the food is that it's it's New Orleans Olive Garden with a craft cocktail bar. <laughs> like that is exactly what it is. We ate there recently. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And I'm. That's. Uh, but what I'm saying too is that it's like, dude. That place is making money hand over fist. Yeah, they you know are what I mean? Busy all the, all the fucking time. time. And so I'm like, hey, good for you. Just be honest. That's all I'm asking. Don't fucking tell me that it's like, this is gourmet food. No, it fucking ain't. The guy in the back that is making it is like tooted on some fucking Coke, man. He offered me some on the way in. <laughs> Don't fucking tell me this is, well, actually, that does track for gourmet restaurants yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, worked yeah, in those yeah, too. <laughs> That's but, like, so whenever normal. you walk into the back and it's just kind of, like, the music's playing and it's in Spanish and, you know, they're more they're more worried about, like, hey, let's get this out in 10 minutes rather than let's make sure this let's is savor great. savor the flavors yeah. with this. No, no, no. This is Olive Garden. <laughs> we this did is... get the, we got the wrong steak. Oh, yeah. I have no doubt. <laughs> it was somebody else's steak. It was well mm -hmm. done. They and replaced the it. Wor the it's worst fine. part is that I I loved all the people that I worked with yeah. there and everything like that. They were great people. The food was fine. That's the thing though is that it's fine. It's it fine. It is fine. Food. Whenever they're just kind of like, this is some of the best food you'll have. I'm like, um, you know, I'm sorry. Did you just get out of prison? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you serious? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Made me think of jail food. Well, and okay. Grits in El Paso County are awful. When <laughs> I, I bet. <laughs> well, the the. Best part about this whole experience was the South Tulsa people who were coming in, going, and the, the host saying, you know, 45-minute wait. Oh, we'll just go sit at the bar. And this 14-year-old kid having to stop them and go, there's no seats go. at the bar. Yeah, like, or even better, the 14-year-old kid is with the people saying, we're just going to go to the bar. Yeah. And then being like, what do you mean we can't have our kid in a bar? I'm fucking sorry. Are you new? <laughs> Get your fucking kid out of the bar. What are you doing? Oh, my God. Yeah. And then they're pissed at you, and they're like, well, where is he supposed to stand? I'm like, uh, should have fucking thought about that. Like, I don't know what you want from me. Where is he supposed you to You can do stand? that at Applebee's where you get a vodka and Kool-Aid, but not 
fucking here. <laughs> no, like the, I love their advertisements. Applebee's would be like, all right, for one month only, dollar LITs. I'm like, you don't have a bouncer. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, you are going to get on the news. Like, that's happening. There's and an never Applebee's happens. around the corner. And oh. to get home, we just cut through that hotel parking lot. There you go. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> we drink just a little bit too much. And then we drink. Which is eight to ten. Yeah. I, I was staying at a hotel. I don't remember what it was. I think it was like a, either a show or like a vacation or something like that. I was in some other fuck. All I know is that like in the parking lot of the hotel was like either a Chili's or an Applebee's. And right out front was one of those fucking signs. It was like for one month only. Yeah. But it wasn't LITs. I think it was something like uh, like a perfect margarita or something like that. Yeah. For two dollars. And I was like, well. I didn't want to do much tonight. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> Went over there and I just sat down. She goes, would you like an appetizer? I go, no, I would not. Here is a $10 bill. Just keep them coming. Just let's do that way. And then I'll tip you at the end. She goes, great. And it's really great that she went ahead and did that because at the end, I'm pretty sure I left a $50 bill in her tip jar because I couldn't feel my fucking face. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> Highly recommend. Don't Mission eat the food. Just get yeah. wasted. It's awesome. And they appreciate the hell out of it. They do. Because you're not one of those like Karens that's in there being like, excuse me, can I get a skinny margarita? And I swear to God, if it's not skinny, I will know. You bitch. <laughs> you bitch. It's just kind of like, hey, so you know that thing that the, you know, you've probably got batched back there. Pour that into a cup and put it uh, near my fucking face and we'll go from there. And then here's your money. And then here's your money. Also, let's go ahead and talk about how everyone around us is fucking stupid. I love these conversations. I know you're ready for it. You've been preparing. You have been waiting for someone like me to come around. Crank up the guns and roses. I want to see the regulars lose (laughs) their shit. Even better is if like you go into a place like that and there's a jukebox. There's always little corners of that jukebox that's going to piss everyone off, oh, yeah. and I'm here for it. Uh, speak, just so you know, Touch Tunes has a 45-minute cut of Poop Ship Destroyer by Ween Jesus that will drive bartenders insane. So oh, no, the bartenders first. are going to be fucking thrilled. It'll be something <laughs> different. They're just like, if I hear Alan Jackson one more fucking time, uh-huh. I'm burning this fucker down. They're Paul Rudd in 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yeah. Where he's just like, <laughs> no offense to the man, but if I hear Yamo be there one more time, I'm going to Yamo burn this place <laughs> to the ground. It fucking wears on you, man. But then out of nowhere, you'll hear something different. Even if it's not your style, you're like, yep. Yeah. I don't even know who put it on, but thank you. This is such God. a relief to my brain It's right like now. waterboarding for my fucking psyche. You know what I mean? Like fucking shit, man. Did, did that family just put on fucked up? <laughs> Rad. Even funnier is that like with some of those touch tunes, they come with remotes that you can yeah. skip. Yeah. So like someone will put on a song, they paid money for it. And I'm like, nope. Yep. And they're uh, like, what the hell, bro? I paid for that. I'm like, and I'll give you a dollar. But we are not listening <laughs> to Nickelback. Listening to I will fucking burn it all to the ground, <laughs> including you. I don't care. <laughs> all that to say, don't eat at Applebee's. Just get drunk. So speaking of, <laughs> what are the worst conditions you've worked in? The worst condition? Um, well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> that's, that's the point. Yeah, yes. we, I mean... I've had jobs that were just really shitty as far as like my mental health. Yeah. I've had some that were really shitty. Just I was exhausted at the end of the day, which I prefer, obviously. Yeah. Um, I can handle that. Fuck around. Like, like I said, I was in the army. Uh, I come, I had a bad childhood, like all this shit. So it's like, I can handle physical stress pretty fucking well. Yeah. yeah. I mental, like to be busy. Not so much. Like mental is whenever you're getting home, you, like my, my partner will just kind of be like, Hey, I made dinner. And I'm like, that's great. Hold me. 
Like, <laughs> hold me and tell me everything's going to be okay and that I'm not ugly. I don't know. <laughs> just I'll so let thin. you figure out what to tell me, but I just need to hear it. But, uh, I mean, most of the time, like, kitchens are already grueling, like, physically. They're just sure. hot and they're just, you're sweating and you stink. Like, it doesn't matter what kitchen you work in. If you're doing it right, you're going to leave there smelling and just... Stinched. But if it's a good environment as far as mental, you're fucking ready for the next day. You're like, fuck around. Let's go to the bar. We'll get a few rounds in. Um, let's get hit on because we're all wearing chef coats and that means we can cook. So they're like, <laughs> what kind of breakfast are you going to make me? I'm like, I'm going to call you a cab. <laughs> but... Like, yeah, those are the greatest jobs. Like, those are some of the greatest jobs I've had. And when you tell other people about it is whenever you realize maybe it's not for everyone. Right. I'm like, yeah, I worked like 14 hours yesterday. I catered for like 600 people. And then I ran and did the rest of dinner service. Why are you crying? <laughs> you know, like one of those. Whereas like the easiest jobs, quote unquote, that I was supposed to have were some of the most grueling just because it was like shit like that where it's like, well, I guess I'll just do it then. Yeah. And shit like that to where you're just like, oh, I guess. And I was younger. So it was just kind of like I hadn't really built up my fuck you tolerance yeah. that much. And so I was just kind of like, and I didn't have a partner at the time. So you're just going home and it's like, all right, case of fucking beer. Tell me you love me. Like that'll right. be. <laughs> yep. I've been there. <laughs> Do you ever feel guilt for feeding addictions? Not really. The way I look at it is that you're a grown-ass human being. Yeah. You made the call to a dealer. You walked into a bar. You whatever. That was your call. The, the fucking... I believe that addiction is a disease, but at the same time, I don't believe it's a disease that is going to be cured by a 12-step or, out of you know, any of that dumb shit. You're going to make the decision regardless. The 12-step program, essentially, for me, just looks like you're buying your time before it's time to go back to what you were doing. Because if you're making the decision to do it, you're going to do it regardless. Yeah. I don't care how long it's been since you haven't or whatever. It's your decision. You made that decision this morning. You better make it the next day and the next day and the next day. Fuck your 12-step program. It's a decision made every day. The only time I've ever thought that a bartender should feel guilty was uh, when they had a jar behind the bar where you get a free drink. With by, sobriety chips? With your sobriety chips. Fuck chip. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been in those bars. And let me tell you, those are my favorite bars. They're, I the bars are it. great. There is a part of my brain that is so fucking twisted that I have seen someone get handed the sobriety chip for the free drink and everything yeah. like that. And I went to go sit next to that guy because I was like, this is going to get great. Yeah. One yeah. way or another, this what? is going to be fucking awesome. They've got stories regardless of oh, how good yeah. or bad yeah. they you are. You don't become an addict without great stories. Yeah. Like, you just don't. <laughs> like, that's why even if I'm sitting next to a junkie, I'm like, what's going on, brother? How's life? Let's hear what it. What you been doing? Let's hear about mom and dad. Oh, they weren't around. Here we go. First things out of the way. <laughs> Uncle, aunt, grandparents. Grandparents, right. those are the best ones. Grandparents. Oh, I love when I hear a junkie was raised by their grandparents because I'm like, here we go. Yeah. There's a story. Let's hear these fucking yep. stories. Yep. Like, they're never like great, wholesome grandparents either. No. Never ever. Oh, no. No. Oh, cookies for you. It's like, no, no, no. I read Marilyn Manson's biography. <laughs> I know what kind of grandparent you're dealing with. Woof. <laughs> Lubing up dildos in the basement and shit with petroleum jelly, you fucking sicko. I love it. You be you. <laughs> I love it. Granddad took us out hunting and yeah. we were the targets. There was some shit uh, I can't say anymore. 
because I'm pretty sure the game's still afoot. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite thing to cook? I hate that question so fucking yeah. much because I just love cooking. Yeah. I really do. But recently I'm on this kick of making uh, fry bread. I really enjoy making Ooh. fry bread tacos and just I'm tweaking like certain recipes and things like that. And for those of you in Oklahoma, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. But everyone outside of Oklahoma, fry bread is typically a, a native thing or anything it's like that. It's so good. It it's so, so good. bad Delicious. for you. But the funny part is because of our dense native population, it's yeah. pretty pretty much a staple of yeah. Oklahoma, yeah. not yeah. just you can find native it culture. If you look for it here. But I mean, you also have to respect that whenever you're making it and shit like that. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going to make a boutique and all we sell is fry bread. I am white as milk <sighs> and I will give no credit to native culture. Fuck yeah. you. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they get that enough from white people anyway, so maybe fucking backtrack a little bit and fucking... But, like, I made uh, gyro meat fry bread tacos with refried beans and lettuce, uh, I think it was actually last night, for my partner, and she was just kind of like, oh, fuck around. I was like, yeah, we can never sell this, though. Like, (laughs) We are just going to piss off so many people with one dish, (laughs) and it's, it's, we can't do it. And she was just like, that's fine, just make them for me. I was like, (laughs) I like it. Well, see, that's why I hate Indian tacos, because I've had them so many times served by white folks who didn't season the fucking meat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's it's just like shredded lettuce. You didn't even season the fry bread. Like you you eat it and you're like, this is this is fried flour, friend. This is this is no bueno. Uh, One of the tricks that I actually. Hello. One of the tricks I actually learned was uh, instead of like water or milk or anything, I use chicken stock as the liquid in it. And it gives this like really nice like density to it or anything like that. But that's the thing that really bums me out about the question of what's your favorite thing to cook? Because it's like if you try and answer it. You know, you're trying to answer, okay, do I say something they've never heard of? Yeah. Do I say something that's comfort food? And then I I come off as, you know, just just like a sergeant. You know what I mean? (laughs) Just one of you guys, just a little better. You know, like, or or am I trying to, like, impress you and be like, you know, oh, I I know how to make salmon en croute. I know how to make, and it's just kind of like, do I put on an accent when I give you the fucking dish's name? Like, what do I do here? (laughs) So instead, I just kind of like, I just love to cook, man. Like, put it in front of me. Tell me if it fucking tastes weird. If it does, I'll go back and I'll do it again. I don't fucking know what you want from me. Like that's, but like one of my favorites was this girl goes, what do you like to cook? And I go breakfast food. And she goes, perfect. I didn't realize she was hitting on me. Yep. And so then I was like, oh shit. Like during the conversation, (laughs) it was, it was just, oh, well you did. Man, I've been trying so hard this whole time. (laughs) Best answer though. Oh my God. I gave her some of the best scrambled eggs of her life. Her words, not mine. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was fantastic. All, for all of you out there that love scrambled eggs, by the way, just take like a spoonful of sour cream, put that in your eggs, and whip that together. You get fluffy scrambled eggs. Yeah. And they're that's so it. That's good. excellent advice. Oh, yeah. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah. Your breakfast is now better. It's what How Do You Do brings to the fucking table. <laughs> also, if anyone would like my PayPal for said advice, I'll just fucking give you that information. You just email. <laughs> So what's the weirdest thing to happen to you while you've been in the kitchen or cooking? The weirdest thing to happen while I was cooking. Um, we did play a game there for a while called uh, Pickle Commander. <laughs> it's as dumb as it sounds, I promise. It's whenever, essentially, you're sitting there cooking, you're doing anything, and the people around you try and see how many sliced pickles they can get on your shoulder <laughs> at a time. Oh, wow. And if they can get three on each side, you're a pickle general. <laughs> 
Oh shit! And so you would just be sitting there, and it got it escalated <laughs> horribly. It, it was it was just one of those things. You start getting, you know, pretty good at your job, and everyone around you is the same people. They're good at their jobs, so you get bored. Right. And so like so you would go to the to bathroom. More free time. Yeah, fucking start a war with people. Who gives a shit? Like fucking. <laughs> and so you'd go to the. It start. It started with just pickles on the shoulders, just trying that, and that was fun for a while. But then we got bored with that, and so then it escalated to the point that. You would get home, start to reach for like the stuff that's in your pocket, and it's like, and that's a handful of mac and cheese. That's <laughs> I don't even know who got me, but they got me really fucking good. That's a lot of mac and cheese. It's the entire pocket. Yeah, is Jesus fuck. That's my wallet, you dicks. Like that's like for months afterwards, you're like pulling anything out of your wallet, and you're like fucking fried cheese. Like fuck, get out of here. Like that's you would great. go, there would be dough in your pocket. There, at one point, it got to the point that it, there was no finesse anymore. Like there was a pizza oven as part of this kitchen and the guy that was working it was OCD essentially. So yeah. he would clean that thing just spotless when he got in. So the daytime cook is just like, Hey Terrell, watch this. I go, fuck, or this is going to be awful. I already know because you're too excited. Right. And, and so to watch you. he just grabs this pizza ball of dough covered in flour and he goes, Hey dude. And when he turns, he chucks it right into the back of the oven to where it wraps around oh, the flame no. and then just immediately burns and sticks to the fucking kit, like just sticks there to where it continues to burn until it is ash. And then the fan that is also a part of that system is now sucking the ash and just spreading it all over this kid's fucking oven. And as that happens, everyone's still watching it and we all just slowly look at the guy that threw it and he goes, ha ha, not my shift anymore, fuck you! And then just leaves. That's As soon as he's out there, I couldn't help it, I'm an asshole, I was like, yeah, baby. <laughs> Did you guys fucking see that? He, he had that planned. Like, that was amazing. That was... <laughs> see, see that your answer was way more wholesome than I thought it would be. Oh, yeah. Because I've seen, like, dishwashers deep into cocaine psychosis. And, like... Well, the reason that that story is more comical to me is that if the dishwasher who's in the cocaine psychosis goes, hey, do you want a bump? I'm the guy that's like, Fuck yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah. Like that, I don't give a shit. Like, fuck it. I have no plans for the rest of anything. So let's fucking go. That was in my 20s, obviously. Yeah. Now I've got, like, goals and shit. It's annoying. Well, it seems, but... it seems like he has some good shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If they're dishwashers, if they're, like, prep cooks, if any of that, those guys have spent good money to get fucked yep. up. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I love it. Yes. Like, those are the guys that, like, if you start working at a restaurant in a new town that you just moved into... Don't fuck with the line cooks. Don't fuck with the bartenders or anything like that. Go to the fucking dishwasher and be like, hey, bro, here's what I like. Who do I call? Yep. All right, bro. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to go down the street. You're going to yeah. take a left. He doesn't have a phone. Otherwise, I'd give you a number. Then you're going to go left. You're going to go all the way down until you see a plywood door. And on that door, it'll say, eat my bussy. Yeah, that's his house. You're going to knock three times. Just three. It's a fucking great I recommend it to everyone. <laughs> it's the greatest adult scavenger hunt you've ever been. It's amazing. I'm a big fan. I've been there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been a bartender? Uh, my first bartending job was 11 years ago. Okay. And so I've been doing it on again, off again, so I'm not like one of those people that's like, oh, yeah, you name a drink, I know it. I know how to do it. It's great. I'm just like, it's just like every other job. Hey, we want you to do this, and then you do that with vigor. And that's about it. Like that's <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> well, I what, okay. One time you made me a drink, and I think it was just a whiskey and coke or something. Mm -hmm. and, and I took it outside and took a sip, and I was like, 
oh my God, this is amazing. And I went back in and I said, what do you put in this? And you showed me the cheapest bottle of whiskey oh, yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. But it's, I mean, I don't know what it is. There's a subtlety to bartending sometimes. Now, I'm not going to be that guy that's like, actually, bartenders are the saviors of the universe and we are the smartest men alive. Hello, hello. No, fuck out of here. Bartenders, there's a subtlety to it of just kind of certain things. Like, people think that a whiskey Coke is going to be the best if you just pour a shitload of whiskey in it and get yep. it fucked up. But the, being that my background was in kitchens, I understand flavors and things yeah. like that. So half the time, if someone goes, hey, Make me something, you know, whatever. I don't want to go and just be like, all right, you know, sex on the beach. There you go. Fuck off. It's not even my recipe. I just go in and like, all right, let's see what we got. And I'll go through and like, okay, this alcohol would be great with this. Like, this would be great with this, whatever. And so when people come up and like bartenders hate it when they're like, I want something sweet, but not too sweet. A little bit fruity. Other bartenders are like, God, fucking damn it. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sitting there chomping at the bit. I'm like, let me at them. Let me, let me do that. And I will put Mountain Dew in it. I will do that. <laughs> Because they're a dick, but I will do that. But I will do that for they you. They will fucking love it. <laughs> well, I did. Or go Dr Pepper. There's 23 flavors in Dr Pepper, so <laughs> it's more, you know. It's complex. It's very complex. <laughs> it's barbecue water, but we fucking love it. Like I, I'm, I'm all about it. Oh god, I, I, I had to scour Tulsa for a bottle of Kentucky Dale. It's so good. <laughs> it's really. It was so cheap. It's one of it's one of the best cheap whiskeys that I've had, honestly. <laughs> like to this day, I can't really. Look at like any kind of cheap liquors like Tavarsky or yeah. Heaven Hill and not get that, uh, you know, one of those in the back of my. But that stuff, man, it's cheap as fuck. And I mean, easy to drink. It was Super like $15 easy. for a handle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that handle, if you play your cards right, could last you like a while. So it's yeah. just kind of like, this is the easiest investment I've ever made. <laughs> I can get my buzzes at home. Fuck around. Let's do that. Yep. <laughs> Out of everywhere you've worked, where's your favorite place? And that's just any of the jobs. Out of all your professions. uh, Favorite job. Fuck. I hated all of them pretty much. (laughs) But I think it's more or less that I just resent the fact that I have to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's one of those. But if I had to pick like my favorite place that I have worked, it would probably be Wolfgang Puck Bistro on Brookside when yeah. that was a thing. Oh, yeah. They're closed now. I was like, they're not around, right? No, no. They closed down. They uh, they made some definitely shitty decisions as far as like hiring, firing, and certain things like that, yeah. which led to a pretty shitty place to work. So all the good people, like all the cool people that you know, I was just talking about, like that whole story with the pizza oven is from that restaurant. <laughs> okay. And Pickle General and all that shit. You know, it was just, it was a fun place to work, but it was one of those like... It was a fun place to work, but we still got shit done. Yeah. And we were still like on top of our game. And I mean, anytime it was like, hey, this needs to get done. It was like, cool, I'm on it. And you were just running to get it done. And then once it was done, then it's like, huh, you have a little dick. And it was joke time. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like one of those. But it was just a really good job because like everyone there took it seriously, but not so seriously that, you know, we all fucking hated being there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I ate there once. I think with my mom. And I was like, this, I thought this was going to be like super fancy. Yeah. And then I remembered we're eating on Cherry Street in Tulsa. It was Brookside. <laughs> Brookside. Brookside. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing, though, is that it's like, it's exactly what we were talking about. That it's like people, the richer that people get, the easier it is to get them yep. to spend their fucking money. Yeah. So it was just like, like if you're broke and you're like, okay, I have saved up from a few checks. It's like my partner's birthday or something. Okay. I'm going to take them somewhere nice. If you're a broke person and you get that food, you're going to be fucking pissed. 
Because you're like, I saved up for this shit. Like, what the fuck? What am I paying for? Yeah, like, okay, you figured out how salt works? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Give me something that I'm fucking, like, happy to have spent this money on. Instead of, but I mean, like, bistro in the name is kind of one of those indicators and shit like that. Whereas I also worked at a place on on Brookside that was short-lived. It was uh, the Brasserie. Which was I a remember French it, yeah. place, and uh, they did molecular gastronomy. They did all kind. Of, and it was I learned a lot of cool shit there. And of course, I was young, so I didn't respect it or anything like yeah. that. I was <laughs> I was kind of a fucking asshole to those people, honestly. And if any of them are listening, I'd do it again. Um, <laughs> Not sorry, <laughs> but I mean, like I don't know, like kitchens. I always loved working in. I, I mean. How it ended sucked, but First Shot was a great fucking gig there for a while because I was working by myself. I didn't really have to answer to many people. And then once they figured out that I wasn't answering to them or anything like that, they got really pissed off. And, you know, it, 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 my job just started getting harder and harder because of other people. And I was just kind of like, you know what? Fuck you, people. I'm, yeah. I don't give a shit. Well, you were serving your friends. Yeah. Serving friends. I was serving fucking Southies who knew the score when they came in. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I don't know... If you're listening to this and you've never seen me before, I have resting fuck you face. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's just kind of like, as soon as you walked in, it was kind of like, oh, okay. Okay, I got it. And then the door guy that I was working with, Tim, great fucking dude, but he let them know pretty much from the word go, don't fuck with me. Like, they would just like make any kind of joke. He'd make a joke back and he'd go, ha but seriously, don't fuck with me. You know, he'd be one of those guys. So yeah. as soon as they came in, they knew what was going on. They knew what kind of bar they were what in. What to expect. Yeah. And it would be Friday, Saturday night, and I was doing those by myself. To, to Just to give you an indicator as to how fast I would have to be moving. How like, hey, what can I get you? Moving, moving, moving. Let's go. And so essentially what happened was towards the end, people would come in that was like, oh, I know the owner or some shit like that. And I'm like, great fucking story, but there are fucking 19 people to the right of you with their hands up because they've been standing there waiting for their drink. I don't give a fuck about your story. You're still going to pay for your drinks. What the fuck do you want? want? And it was one of those situations that it's like, okay, I'm putting the bar ahead of your bullshit. The, my bosses did not do that. (laughs) My bosses would, would prefer that I put their bullshit ahead of those people. Yeah. And so whenever I got loud with them about it, because I do that. Uh, they they took offense to that and it was see you later but then they also tried later saying it was because I have a problem working for a woman and I was not okay with that I was like don't fucking try and throw shit out there after the fact that is just fucking stupid I hate when people do that comedians bosses anything that it's like dude fucking stand by what you said come on like get the fuck out of here and now I'm gonna get the email about that that's gonna be fun I can't wait He's talking shit. <laughs> it's okay. I doubt fucking Milo listens to this. <laughs> oh, man. That's going to be a fucking fun email, too, huh? <laughs> I heard what you said. And then all I send back, so you do listen so to it. Okay. Listen. I'll let them know. And that's all I got from it. That's all the only info that I'm going to keep in my brain from your email <laughs> is that you listen to the fucking podcast. So uh, what's the weirdest ingredient you've worked with? Like, like just, just bizarre fucking Oh, just shit. bizarre. Because, uh, I mean, you mentioned molecular gastronomy. Yeah, I've worked like, with, like, sodium alginate and yeah. different chemicals like that. And that was fun and all, but it's also kind of like... Eh. like yeah, I'm, kind I, yeah. of, I'm kind of okay I'm with, with that trend dying out a little bit. Yeah. But it is still fun to play with for, like, tasting menus or anything like that. I mean, I've worked with, like, swordfish, uh, uni, which is sea urchin. Yeah. Um, I've made like African peanut soup before for a special. Um, I, like I said, I just like to cook, man. I just want to see what the fuck's up. Like 
all right, well, this week I'm pretty into noodles or something like that. Well, yeah. I'm going to make my... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rats are rats are getting awake. They're, they're, it's party time. <laughs> they were probably like, hey, that guy sounds like our people. That guy, yeah, I get you. I don't know what it is. I just get you. But like, no, I, I don't know. I just, I kind of, I get in these, I get this weird stick up my ass where I'm just kind of like, oh no, I don't want to cook for a little while. I'm burnt out. And then out of nowhere, I'll be like watching YouTube, smoking a joint and just kind of being like, yeah, I'll make my own ramen noodles at home. Right now. Yeah, I could, yeah, I'll make my own ramen noodles. Here we go. I've got flour. I've got, oh, uh, I don't have that. Well, let's look on Amazon. How much is it? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. I'm back into the fucking fold of just kind of like, babe, like my partner will wake up and I'm like, babe, I just wrote an entire tasting menu. And she's like, I went to bed like six hours ago. What <laughs> like, the fuck is happening? <laughs> Sleep sometimes. <laughs> I try. It doesn't go well. It's not my fault. Fucking sleep won't come hang out with me. <laughs> What's something people don't know about being a comedian? It is not fun. <laughs> like, if, I'm telling you right now, at first you're like, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. I'm just going to be choke, 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 laugh, 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 and I'm going to love life. Nuh-uh. You will not. Like, at first, comedians just kind of like... We get that one little, hey, you didn't suck at that. You should come back. And you're like, cool. But that is the last time you are getting any fucking good job from a fucking comedian ever again. After that, it is that joke sounds too much like this. Or you know how you should have ended that joke. Or my favorite. Wow, it just wasn't your night. That is that's my favorite thing to hear after a set. Especially if you thought it went well, like right. Oh, <laughs> see, I don't. I, at least I don't get those. I think it's because uh, I've got jokes about like how many knives I have in my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> I got all these knives in my backpack, honey. Wake up, laugh. You have to laugh. Yeah. You have to look now. <laughs> he has knives. <laughs> well, and I mean, like the funny part too is that it's like everyone thinks that comedians were all because they'll see us together, like comedians, and the way we talk to each other and everything. They're like. They are the best of friends. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. If there's only one spot on a show and it's between me and him, I'll fart in his cereal so that he's throwing up and can't take the show. I don't fucking care about him that way. His well-being? Oh, God. Yeah. His well-being? God, yes. I hope nothing but good things, but not if it gets in the way of my good things. Like that's <laughs> The truth that's is, fine. when we get together, all we do is talk about each other and yeah. like how the terrible comedians we that are. aren't there. <laughs> yeah. Every fucking time. It'll just kind of be like, okay, is everyone here? Can we fucking talk about that bitch for a second? Yeah. Holy shit. What the fuck was that shit? And we don't like we don't know what you're doing. Fuck you. We know. <laughs> we, we fucking know. Oh, they're here. Hey! What are you doing? Like, no. Fuck. I hate that shit. Absolutely. I love how into it certain comedians get, though, that they're just kind of like, there's a rule among certain comedians that are like, as, as long as we're outside of Tulsa city limits, we can talk shit about any comedian we want to. And I'm like, bring it on. And their favorite thing to ask is, okay, you ready? Who's a comedian you don't think is funny at all? And I'm like, oh, we're doing this now. Oh, yeah. Okay. We don't even need a fucking radio or podcast. Let's just do this now. Like, I, I may have similar to that question later, oh, yeah. so we'll get there. But first, we're going to take a quick ad break. And Ooh, capitalism. Maybe give the rats some treats, and uh, then we'll be back. Hey, do you use drugs? It's okay. I did it for a really long time. 
and I'm going to be completely honest, safety was not my number one concern. But if you need clean gear, spoons, condoms, oil burners, or most importantly, Narcan, come on, man. You got to keep Narcan around. Even if you're not using it, if you have friends who do, you can keep it. Just throw it in your backpack. Call SHOTS at 918-973-2671 for free delivery anywhere in Tulsa. Don't use a loan, and please keep Narcan on hand. Again, that is SHOTS. Stop harm on Tulsa streets. And welcome back. Guitar. I forgot it. I totally, I forgot. Mini guitar. <laughs> well, how do you do? Bread breakfast. Hannah Backwards, Terrell Norton. We're back from the ad break. Welcome. So, what's would, our first question? What did you guys think of the ad break? I had fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It wasn't like last episode where I had to fix the couch because it broke on me. Yeah. Mid-episode. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, like, for me, because it's not my couch. <laughs> but, you know. I fell into it. Yeah. I had to go find a piece great. of wood. <laughs> So, the usual question we like to ask everybody, mm-hmm. uh, do you have any rivals? Do I have any rivals? No. I have people that hate me, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And who will talk shit about me around town. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure they'll hear this and be just, <laughs> like, just lose their fucking <laughs> minds. So, do I have rivals? No. Do people think of me sometimes as their rival? Absolutely. Because I don't fucking care. Yeah. It's it's annoying. It's stupid. <laughs> if you don't like me, don't fucking hang out with me. It's a very easy fucking thing to do. And I mean, I, I feel like with comedy as well, there are guys out there that are just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's my rival comedian. I have to do better than him. Competition. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just kind of like, I don't really fucking care, dude. I got on the show. You got on the show. Oops. You know, Astalamaleka, have a good time. I don't know. Fucking, what do you want from me? I don't fucking know what to do now. I don't do it with my hands. You know, right. it's, I don't it's one of those. Know what to do with my hands? But I mean, if if I do have a rival out there, like if I have someone out there that it's like they look at me as like number one rival, fuck you forever, and I don't even know about it. I am so sorry that I just ruined your day. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know you exist. <laughs> they, I mean. Yeah, I get exactly what you're saying because we're all doing this. And it, like, if you get a show, you know how much everybody else got paid. Yeah. Because it came out of a bucket. Yeah. I know exactly. If you did Michael Patton's show, I know he handed you a 20 yep. and said, I take care of my comedians. Yep. That's how that works. <laughs> but like, there are shows that I swear to God, I'll get on. And then like, I showed up. There's, okay, this is two stories. So, first one is I showed up to this one and it was, I was still pretty new. And I look over and there's this comedian. She's just pacing with her with her notebook, just looking over her notes and everything like that. And then I look over to the other side and there's this one guy and he's like straight up in the corner, like doing his hand motions. And he's doing his set in the corner quietly, like trying to. And then I go directly to the bar where my buddy Steve is bartending. And I go, what up, Steve? Motherfucker, give me two shots of whiskey. And we just fucking hung out for a little bit. Well, the girl that was pacing with her notebook comes up, taps me on the shoulder and goes, do you even get fucking nervous anymore? And then like walked off and I was like, all right. So she might be a rival. I don't know. Like, that'd be, that'd be kind of cool. And then the other one was, uh, fuck, I forgot the other one, man. My weed today is strong, <laughs> but like, good it's, shit. yeah, but like at the same, Oh, the other one was that I got on the show. I went, I did the show 
It was great. Like a lot. It was one of those shows that it's like it sticks out in your brain, not because of anything specific other than it was just a great show. Like good vibes. You nailed every joke, that whole thing. I got done and a comedian comes up to me and she just kind of goes like, hey, so uh, who who put you on the show? And I was like, oh, just, you know, my buddy over there, like, he just messaged me, hey, do you want to be on the show? And she was like, well, I mean, like, but how? And essentially what she was asking me was, should I go kiss that guy's ass to yeah. get on a show? Yep. Because obviously that's how you got on it. I'm like, did you just fucking see that show? I killed in there. Fuck you. Like, I, like yeah. if you can get on the show. Yeah, like, essentially that's what she was kind show. of. And so, I mean, that bitch might be a little bit of my rival because I'm just kind of like, fuck you, bitch. Like, fucking. Offhanded comment. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I had a, a oh, guy. Oh, you get a deviated septum. Fuck you. Like that's. <laughs> I had a guy at a sh- at a actually at a patent show. Yeah. Uh, that I I did came up to me. He was like, "So how do I get on one of these comedy shows?" <laughs> it's like, "Are you a comic?" You see that guy over there in the blazer? Yeah. Go yeah. suck his dick <laughs> like you have never sucked before, and you might be able to open. <laughs> he said. He uh, he said, "Well, I always thought I would be good at it. I was. I, I just walked away." I'm, let me get this straight. This is something I've been working on for years and years that I have spent an unmeasurable amount of time thinking about, concentrating on, writing for, preparing for. And then I get done doing this and yeah. you come up to me and go, I could probably do your job. You need to That's go like, have what the fuck? Like, <laughs> panic attacks at open mics yeah. for a year. You need to be leaving a podcast and just in your car going, what did I just say? Yeah. Right. Like someone is going to be mad someone at me when I get home. I know about this. My mother is going to listen to this, isn't she? God damn it. I'm just kidding. I don't have a mom. But like. <laughs> hey, me neither. <laughs> it's, it's, well, I mean, you touched on it. People don't know anything about what we do. No. No, because, like, to them, it's like, oh, well, are those your jokes? I go, what the? Yes. Yeah. I wrote them. Like, that's a no-no, man. You don't get on fucking stage and tell someone else's jokes. It's something that used to be done. Oh, yeah, consistently. And we're we're used to seeing that. We're used to seeing the guys ripping off Carlin or Carlin ripping off other guys because he did it, too. Yeah. Every fucking comic, when we were kids took their set from somebody else or pieced it together from somebody else. And then at some point in the 90s, it was, you had to do original. Oh, yeah. Well, because I think what was happening was there were guys that were stealing bits and making more money yeah. off of it than yeah. the guy oh, that yeah. wrote it. Yeah. And so it was just kind of like, well, that's bullshit. That guy's eating fucking, like, Vienna sausages out of a can. He's a comedic genius. But because everyone's stealing his shit, yeah. those Vienna sausages are probably the only thing he's fucking eating today. Yeah. And then you got, like, Mencia. You've got, like, different comedians Ooh, that it's like yep. they made a shitload of money off of the backs of like lesser known comedians just because they're like, what are they going to do? You yeah. know what I mean? I have lawyers it's and I'm comedy central. Like, mine, yeah. Basically. yeah. And so, yeah, that I don't like bringing up Mencia though. I do hate him, but it gives Joe Rogan too much credit and I don't like Joe Rogan. Yeah. Either. And I, I have that <laughs> battle in my head now. Do who do I hate more Mencia for stealing Cosby's jokes or Cosby for stealing innocence? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, uh, there are, well, and uh, speaking of comedians, old Norm MacDonald, fucking rest in peace, probably one of the best to ever do it. He was like, like, he was funny in a way that was like, it was just his, you know what I mean? Like, and that was what made him amazing. And I think that's also why comedy is so adamant about original is because it's like, dude, if I wanted his jokes, I'd go see him. Yep. I'd go watch his videos or whatever. I want, I want your jokes. Let's hear your fucking shitty stories. Come on. (laughs) Tell me about your shitty parents. To my fucking face. Let's fucking hear it. Come on. And if you don't have, like, 
parents? Yeah, I don't. Aspects but... <laughs> of your life that are fucking terrible. Oh my god! Like every single time you talk to a comedian, that's really a comedian. At one point or another, they're going to make a joke that is going to make you go, "Oh my god!" Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was awesome. Yeah. yeah. But like the 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 way that I could uh, try and tell people about it, and this is giving another fucking shitty comedy alumni credit but jerry seinfeld's show uh fucking comedians of cars getting coffee oh yeah oh chris rock was on there at one point and he's talking about they were at like this this event or something like that and he looked across the room saw jerry seinfeld and beelined it across the room put his arms on his shoulders and just went comedian <laughs> thank god because <laughs> like, talking to normal people is now a chore like yeah. If you're a comedian, like, you start getting into that mindset and everything like that. Everything's a joke. And so, yeah, Yeah. people don't get that. They're all very self-deprecating, but it's like everything you say is something either against yourself or someone else. Oh, yeah. Like, at one point, I I had that moment of I really shouldn't have made that joke. Uh, This girl said something about, like, yeah, no, it really sucks. Like, my parents got divorced, and and now I've got to go to my father's for Father's Day. And I go, oh, I've got a dad. Fucking show off. And... (laughs) She did not think that was funny at all. <laughs> like that was, but other people did, so I was okay. <laughs> like right. <that> was, <laughs> you had the majority on your side. Because if it was just pan, like just dead silence after I said that, I'd have been like, "I'm just so sorry. I don't." <laughs> yeah, same I, same thing. I I was selling uh fucking, I, I was at a dispensary. I was trying to sell this. THC bomb to someone and she was like well I have really bad tennis elbow and I said well works great for me I set myself on fire <laughs> and, and pull out my skin graft and she was mortified <laughs> you guys get creative when you guys start you know when people try and like get really down and out about something I'm always just kind of like hey man you're okay. It's like yeah, a, it's, fine. it's a reflex to yeah. kind of go to that. You you got to well, laugh or you're crying. Yeah, and you know what? I just don't have the time to cry. Yeah. I'm sorry, but if I cry these days, it's an ordeal. Yeah. I'm going to make a thing of it. It's like, a whole day. I have to plan things yeah, out. It's like, kind of like a 20-something-year-old woman <laughs> in masturbation. Like I make a thing of it. Like it is a it is a production, you know. I light some candles. candles. Yeah. I got some Al Green on vinyl. Let's fucking roll with this let's shit. Cry and let's fucking day, jackhammer into oblivion. Let's roll. <laughs> so I, And see, normal people wouldn't find that as funny as comedians <laughs> do. Like that's <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And you worked at some notoriously, I'm going to call them fun, but you know it's code for shady places. <laughs> yeah. What's the craziest shit you've seen at the bar? I mean, I've done crazy shit at the bar. Right. I know well, I mean, it. and the worst part is that it's like, we can just skip over the ones that are, you know, yeah, apropos, essentially. Like, it's just kind of like, yeah, a guy got wasted and he threw up. That's yeah. not, the, yeah, we, that's... We, that's fucking given. Um, I've seen two bums fucking by a dumpster. Uh, I've seen a guy walk in in stilts for some reason, and it wasn't the comedian. <laughs> oh, God, this I was, was thinking of him. Yeah, this was almost 10 years ago. This guy walks in on stilts, just acts like a normal bar customer, doesn't bring it up, and you know what? I followed his fucking cue, and I didn't bring him up. I was just kind of like, cool, here's your drink. Like... <laughs> Like, his dick is right where I'm handing his fucking drink. He's on these fucking stills. So he kind of bends down, grabs it, and then he goes, thank you. And then just kind of walks, you know, drinks his drink as he's kind of looking around like he's at a party. And then he finishes it, pays, and just walks out. And then that, after he walked out, was when someone goes, 
Hey, real quick, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Did you have this planned? I was like, I don't know, but I got to tell you, it was a pretty good goddamn day. This is pretty fun. <laughs> right? This that is was, a good day. That was a good story. I mean, we've there's all kinds of different fucking things that will happen at a bar, yeah. but the worst part is that it's like it happens so often that they don't even become like good stories to you anymore. Yeah. Like after a while, it's just kind of like, yeah, I told that story already, so I'm not going to tell it again. Like, you know, and it's just kind of like, well, but they haven't heard it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, this but no one wants to hear day, about the, the, yeah, no one wants to hear about the chick that came in and was like, excuse me, I'm dying. Can you call me an ambulance? Like, it is 4.30 in the afternoon, bitch. Are you already <laughs> fucked up? And she goes, no, 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 no. I'm having a heart attack. I'm like, you are way too calm to be having a heart attack, lady. Yeah, no, and no. she goes, no, no, no. Ambulance. And I was just kind of like, okay, cool. Called the ambulance. They came out. And then as she's leaving, she just turns and goes, thank you so very much. You're very kind. And I was like, you're full of shit. Have a good one. <laughs> good luck with I, the heart. I, yeah. I, like the worst part was sitting there while it was slow going, wonder how that turned out. I wonder if like she was just like a wasp that was having a fucking like heart attack and was like, just kind of like, oh, excuse through. me. Like, <laughs> you're, you're amazing today. Gee, Willikers, excuse my language. You know, one of those like... <laughs> Sorry, I'm well, so rude right now. Yeah, I'm me. sorry. I'm having a heart attack. I'm sorry for my outburst. Like that's without going in and naming, say, some downtown bars that yeah. uh, are notorious for it. How often were you expected to be just the fucking connect for coke? Because uh, Tulsa has a fucking well, coke a problem. Well, a few, a few. The bar, it was okay. So the thing is, is that most of the time when you work in a bar, if you if it's notorious for said things, yeah. The owners have no fucking idea. The managers yeah. have no fucking idea. Essentially what happens is that they hire you because it's like, oh, well, the last place he worked, he brought like a lot of regulars. Yep. We'll get those regulars over here. And it's like, yeah, you'll get those regulars over here drinking water and grinding their teeth because I just sold three of them eight balls. Like, I'm fucking set. I don't even need to do a good job at this job tonight right. because I just made something like $600. Like, I'm golden. And then like, they're just sitting there being like, well... I don't know. We were pretty busy, but it seems like sales were kind of low. I'm like, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> Jesus. It, it always seemed like the places were too open about it for the owners and managers to not know. They just turned. I feel like eye. it's one of those things that it's kind of like once you find out about it, you're kind of like, well, it can't be that big of a deal because yeah. this is the first I'm hearing of it. Yeah. So fuck it. We'll just keep it going. And also, it's just like I said before. Who fucking cares? Yeah. The decision was made, man. Either sure. they're going to get it from me or they're going to get it from someone else. Yeah. At least if they get it from me, I'm taken care of. So yeah. I don't really give a shit. The reason I, I, I bring it up in the first place. Yeah. I went into a bar. And as you do. <laughs> as you so often do. <laughs> Bartenders, I ordered my drink. Bartender says, uh, you know, the, that'll be 450 Coke dealers in the men's room. <laughs> did not bat an eye oh yeah those are my favorite bars yeah they are because from there anything i do is pretty normal like i can get shit housed and essentially piss myself a little bit and they'll be like it's all right brother we got pants yep it's whatever man don't even worry about it why don't you go get a little fucking little bump real quick kind of fucking tone you out Love, before you drive up. home Love you up. got this out you know we'll be fine we'll be fine everything's great the cops are in on it sometimes yeah. in those bars. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Because, like, here's the thing. People hear that, like, people, like, we were talking about Southeast and shit like that. They'll hear that, and they are terrified. They're like, oh, yeah. my God. I hear shit like that, and I'm like, oh, my God, paradise. Yeah. 
paradise. <laughs> not because I can get shit house. Not because I can do drugs. But because if I wanted to, I can. Right. Like it's no one's there. telling me not to. Like it's the planet fitness of bars, a judgment free zone. <laughs> <laughs> Look here, you drop weights in here and you are fucked. I don't even give a shit. We got one rule. One rule. <laughs> but there is so much grunting in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, God. oh, yeah. Walking into bathrooms and it's like an open bathroom. There's urinals just on the wall. No partitions. The stall doors are just long gone. And then you look and there's just this dude jackhammering away at this bar whore. I fucking. Yep. God bless her because she just made his night amazing. Perhaps he made her night amazing, but. Not likely. But I mean, you know, you just look over and you're like, oh, what's up? And then you just go pee because fuck it. Why do I give a shit? Yeah. Until he goes, hey, do you want to join? No, I'm not. I'm good. Nope. I'm good. <laughs> just here Fresh to pee. out of 20s. I'm out of here. So that's fine. Yeah. Just here to pee. I love those bars, man. Me too. Except for the vomit smell. That I can do without. Yeah. Like piss and vomit smell. I'm out. Especially the mixture. And sometimes you you pee in the alley because it's cleaner. Yes. <laughs> Even God. whenever that girl that was getting railed in the yeah. bathroom is passed out in the alley. Yeah. Just pee away from her. Don't pee on her because then you'll wake her up and you owe her $20. Yeah. So you just go down the way and you'll be fine. Make sure you're not uphill from her. Very important. Very important. <laughs> Save your money, people. It's etiquette right there. <laughs> What's been your favorite comedy show so far? Of all time? Yeah, favorite one you've yeah, done. Favorite one that I've been on of all time. Um, I'd say that's a toss-up between the very first uh, 918-day comedy show that we did in Chapman Park. That one was a really fun one because they did two shows. They did a day show that was for you know the family, essentially. It's very safe. And then they did a nighttime show which was adults only guess, guess which one I was on you know what? like it was the morning one yeah. <laughs> hey kids say fuck with me alright yeah. <laughs> let me teach you how to give the finger <laughs> so I'm on the show and it was just it was one of those shows that it was like it was exactly like I'm talking about it was just kind of like everything fell into place really well the jokes all worked I even got some crowd work in that worked really well and it was just one of those, like, I think most of us, when we finish a show, if we're amateurs, like, we've been paid to do it a few times or whatever, but that's not my job. Yeah. So if we're at, like, if you're at that level, any show that you end and you're like, I'm a real comedian, that's a good show. Absolutely. And then the other one was, it didn't end well, but the set went great. We went to uh, Ardmore, Oklahoma. Okay. Very Ooh. small town. And they were having a comedy competition. Well, I was behind on my fucking rent and I needed that money. So I was like, I got this. So my buddy Zach and I, we drove up, uh, old Zach Amon yep. drove me up there. And then old C.R. Parsons was already up there. He had a show the night before. So got to hang out with some Tulsa comics, you know, before the show, get loosened up and everything. And by that, I mean, I had a few beers. <laughs> and so it was like, all right, here's the competition. Uh, you're going to draw random numbers. You get five minutes. Go. And so I was like midway through. And, you know, so far there was some pretty good laughs. I got up there and from the word go, from the time that I grabbed that microphone to the time I put it back into the stand, I had them dying laughing. Like it was roaring. Everything was It was great. It. I was so happy. It was one of those like, you know, you always kind of second guess your decisions. I'm sitting there thinking like, no, no, no. Comedy was a good idea. Well, this was a good idea. This was a good call. This was okay, cool. <laughs> And then we got done, and seriously, every other comic was coming up to me, and it was either, you know, they were real comics, and they were like, fuck you. Or they were, like, kind of, you know, new to it, and they were just kind of like, that was pretty good. That was, I liked it. 
<laughs> but like if you're a real comic and you see someone do great and you had already gone, you're, you're mad. Like, Fuck you. Yeah. Like that was devastating. Fuck you. Yeah. And Thanks then for that. End of the show comes around and they're about to announce the winner. And I had comedians pushing me and shit like that towards the front as in like, get the fuck. We know it was you. And they whenever they called the name of the comedian who won, everyone that was there went, Who? God. And this girl walks up and takes it, and we were just kind of like, she wasn't even the funniest, like, of the first three. Like, what the fuck is happening? Come to find out, they, had, they hadn't they had advertised it. They hadn't told any of us about it. The competition was a clean comedy competition. Oh, my God. So my very first fuck, I was out. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and no one told me about this until afterwards. But here's the best part. Then I had audience members coming up to me and handing me $20 bills and, like, $5 bills and being like, you got robbed. And like Aww. all of that, and I was just kind of like, "Thank you," but I'm still mad. I, like, yeah, yes. I, I could have used the money, and I was fucking funny tonight. <laughs> I'm so, I'm mad at the idea of clean comedy. It's fucking stupid. Dry bar, more like low bar. <laughs> I think I've already made that joke on the show. I don't know. No, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. If you tell me about it. And you tell me that's what it is that's going on. I'm capable of it, believe it or not. I can get up there, fucking <laughs> bring it on. I can do 10 minutes clean, fucking bring it. I got this shit. But if I go up there and you don't tell me anything, I assume we're all adults and we're okay with swear words. Yeah, it's in a bar. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know what the fuck is happening when, when people do that shit. They're just like, okay, but can you do clean? I'm like, okay, the show's at a bar. I'm going to be drunk when I do it because it's at a bar and it's not at a comedy club. Yeah. You have no excuse for telling me that this is a fucking clean show. Well, a lot of the, the audience are going to be older people. Well, then tell them to fucking leave. I don't fucking know what you want from me. Like, <laughs> if you don't want to tell them out. to leave, trust me, I'll, I'll take care of it. <laughs> yeah. What's up, you bunch of geriatric butt fuckers? Let's do this. <laughs> Gone. I've just cleared out half of them. It's fine. Grab your walkers. You dropped a tennis ball. You've got this. Like, get the fuck out. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't think I can do clean. <laughs> I just I I think I'll get nervous about that like overthink it. Well, I like I said I'm I needed money yeah. and they said, "Hey, no, if you can do a weekend of clean, we'll give you, you know, 200 or whatever sure. it was." And I was like, "Fucking again, let me at them." Like yeah. that is yeah. <laughs> I will say frig. Here we go. Like I will do freaking and I will yeah. G Willikers all over the fucking place. I don't give a shit. Let's do this. Didn't you do a, a comedy festival pretty recently? Uh, no, that's coming up actually. It's coming up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, end of October, Austin, okay. Texas. We'll make sure to promote it at the end of this. For sure. Um, oh, it's gonna be fun. I, know. I can't fucking yeah. wait. Austin's a great town. Oh yeah, no, and the the set that I'm doing, uh, you know how like festivals work that it's like okay, this show. Here's the, you know, not as famous comic, not as famous, famous, but yeah. more famous, all that. That's one show, then other shows, all that. Well, I'm on the one with Brian Pesane. Oh, badass. So I'm just kind of like, I am so fucking stoked about it because I love Brian Pesane's comedy. I think he's one of the funniest stand-up comics I've ever seen just because he knows his wheelhouse and he's like, nope, I can fit anything in there. I yeah. promise you. Like, and all that. And then at the same time, I'm just kind of like, don't fuck up. Like, don't, don't fuck up. Don't. Give me your shot. Yeah, I'm just gonna get on stage and be like, hey, and then just just pee and then just run Fuck off, you. just crying, and then just like go up to the, to the guy that fucking put me on the show and be like, can I still stay for the weekend? Like, Naughty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not even just like a like a like a Native American in a commercial tier. No, no, no. This is just like. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> 
Hey, I didn't get any of that. You're going to have to try again, brother. That is, nope. So, what is a foolproof way to make a bartender love you? Foolproof way would be good tip, obviously. But, I mean, as even before it gets to there, don't... Couple things. Number one, know what the fuck you want to drink. Don't be that fucking guy that's like, what's good here? Or can you make this or any of that shit? Fucking order something and order it with some fucking confidence. You know what I mean? Just look at them and be like, hey, can I get a Jamaican donkey fucker? And if they look at you and they go, I don't know how to make that, be like, yeah, me neither. I was just saying what you'd do. (laughs) Shit like that, I'll instantly love you. I'm like, I kind of fucking like this guy. But especially if you come in and you just look at me and you know exactly what you want, hey, Jameson PBR, cool. There you are, brother. Cash your tab. Tab. Cool. We get all of that out of the way, then it's cool to talk to me. Yep. Don't yep. fucking sit there. Business hey, what first. can I get you? Hey, so how are you doing tonight? Fucking busy. Let's roll. Like, let's fucking do <laughs> yeah. this shit. Fucking tuck and roll, old man. Let's go. <laughs> Read the want? room. <laughs> Don't try to make friends with the bartender at Fassler on a Saturday night where fucking you had to hell. swim through the crowd. Dude, and not only that, there's, what, four or five of them back there? Yeah, like, fuck yeah. around, man. God. And they're all busy. Like, yeah. fucking read, dude. And even worse is that, like, read the bar. Don't yeah. go into a dive bar talking about, what's your wine selection? I will stab you. <laughs> Are you out of your fucking mind? I'll stab you with the one wine bottle I have that's been here right? for 20 years. <laughs> dude, look behind that bar. There are, like, nine handles back there. That are of just different variations of liquor. You know what I mean? That's the whiskey they serve. That's the va- the vodka yeah. they serve. That's the rum. No, they don't have a secret wine <laughs> cellar. They're not fucking telling you about, Margaret. Calm down. Like, Or even worse, don't go into a fucking like, high-end place talking about, hey, you got Schlitz? Go fuck yourself, dude. Get a fucking, like, what are you doing? Schlitz. I love Schlitz. It's good. It's good malt liquor. <laughs> Well, yeah, but I'm not going. To, I'm not exactly going into like a fucking like place that's also got filet mignon. Talking about you got Mickey's. Get the fuck out of here. Like that's no. Come on, man. I'm gonna try and figure out the riddle on the cap. It'll be fun. It'll be great. Do you also have a one? They'll stab you right there. Yeah. Like it'll be great. Also, how about that kids menu? Does it have a coloring sheet? On it? Yeah. This is the hardest maze. I'm making another one. I made a mistake at McNelly's once by we used to in do- the maze. No, no, no. We, we would cover our eyes and just point at the wall of taps. Oh, yeah, because they had like 150 yeah. different beers on yeah. tap. And I pointed at one that was $40 a glass. It was delicious. Uh, oh, well, I'm sure. It's either delicious or god-awful yeah. when it's that expensive. But, I mean, eh. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was just a fucking mistake because I had to do it. It's just, it's like code. When you have a game like that, you got to play. <laughs> you gotta oh, yeah, play. there was one, I don't remember, it was like from India or like some place where you should not be importing beer from. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and no offense if you're from there, but honestly, you're nodding right now. You're like, oh, yeah, that was a terrible idea. <laughs> but like, it was like a beer from India, and essentially I paid for it. It wasn't too expensive or anything, but then I took a drink, and it essentially tasted like if I had held a handful of pennies in the hot sun for like 30 minutes, dropped the pennies and then licked my hand. Yeah. Like that's what that beer tasted like. And I set it down and I go, Oh my God. And the bartender that handed it to me had not walked away, which is a very clear sign that you just ordered shit because she just looks at me and goes, yeah, do you want something else? (laughs) I was like, yeah, how about that hams? Let's do, yep. let's do like hams or PBR. I <laughs> was watching the reaction from people drink that fucking beer. Oh, yeah. I'm One sure. of my favorites whenever they go, hey, it's his birthday. I want to get him a shot because I'm always like, cool. Do you like him? Because <laughs> <laughs> if not, I got those too. Yeah. 
Uh, there's Smoker's a, cough. Smoker's loogie is the one that yeah. I was going to go with. The Jaeger with mayo. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. And then there's a, it doesn't go to the top. It doesn't go to the bottom. It just floats yeah. in the middle, just suspends there. And the worst part is every <laughs> single time when you start to take that shot right about at the apex of it going down your throat, that mayo hits just, and all that plays in your head is the name of the shot. Smoker's loogie, yeah. smoker's cough, whatever. And you just... Yep. Every fucking you time. T- you automatically just taste that loogie that's mm-hmm. not in your mouth. And you're like... Or even better is... mayo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, even better is just doing like... If they're like, Ugh. oh, it's his birthday. I'm like, cool. You think he wants a pop shot? And that's whenever you take the bar mats and just start pouring oh God, them yeah. into a shot glass and then watch that guy just not know what the fuck is going He's about on. about to drink. <laughs> oh, yeah. I gave him a fucking like an Arnie size cup of them, too. Like he was fucked up. It was great. Oh, amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's just I've amazing. seen people say the dumbest shit at bars. Uh, I want a whiskey oh, yeah. neat on the rocks. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you should order a four horseman. It's the strongest drink they could possibly have because it's four different whiskeys. <laughs> it's still 80 proof. We There's averages. Yeah. That exists. Just because there's four of them in there doesn't mean it's like four shots of whiskey in there. It's like, well, there's eight liquors in here. So here's the one count of this liquor. Here's yeah. the half count of that liquor. Like, fuck, people have no, whenever, my favorite is like, can I get that with no ice? And they think that means, oh, I got to fill the cup up. Well, I guess I'll use the most expensive thing that's back here, the liquor, obviously. Fill your cup. Fucking idiots, man. I fucking, I I am, I've described it before. I am misanthropic in that I hate people because they choose to not be the better version of themselves. Yep. But because I believe that they have a better version of themselves, I'm also optimistic so I like to say that I'm misanthropistic. <laughs> Perfect. That's, well, That's pretty much from all of these stories and everything like that. And listen, listeners, <laughs> if you don't want ice, say, I don't want ice because I know chewing ice is bad for your teeth. Say something like that. Don't say, don't think you're going to get more liquor. That's me. I actually <laughs> ordered no ice because it's bad for my teeth. I don't want to chip my teeth on ice. But I go... You don't have to fill it up all the way either. I mean, it doesn't have to be the way to have a bartender like you is just act like you've been to a fucking bar Bar before. (laughs) Like, don't act like this is your first fucking time. It's just kind of like, what kind of beer do you have? Motherfucker, are you out of your mind? (laughs) I have three fucking coolers back here and a load of taps. Point at one. I don't fucking care. You're yeah. going to be here regardless, so might as well just fucking, like, have at it. Let's yeah, just... just ask for something. They've yeah. probably got something similar. Honestly, too, it. when people are like, what do you like? I'm like, no, don't do that. Yeah. And they're just like, why not? I'm like, do you like whiskey? Well, yeah, kind of. Do you like cheap beer? Well, yeah, like Budweiser. Oh, you're going to fucking hate this. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. I'll pour him a fucking double like. shot of fucking Jameson. There you go. And then I go and I get a fucking Lone Star or a fucking High Life or something like that. There you are, brother. Here's your total. Have at it. And then they'll start drinking it. And they're just kind of like. <sighs> and then like Not their next the round, same. they're like, can I get a sex on the beach? And I'm like, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Use take two, motherfucker. You Holy do, shit. You do what you wanted the whole fucking time. God damn. You're an adult. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so who's the worst crowd you've performed for? The worst crowd I've ever performed for was actually at the Looney Bin on a Saturday night second show. No, Friday, sorry, Friday night, second show. I was opening for this traveling comedian, really funny guy. I don't know if I should say his name. I don't know the etiquette on shit like that. 
I don't know yeah, if it's cool true. to just be like, I mean, hey, he, this one fucking guy said this one thing. For all I know, it like contradicts like eight <laughs> podcasts he's done that he's just like, I'm a good person. And I'm like, yeah, we're in the bathroom doing shit. fucking rails off the counter. It was awesome. This fucking guy showed me his dick. He's got a Lion King tattoo. I love that guy. If he was cool, if he was nice, if he was funny, that's okay. Yeah, no. Uh, well, his name was, was he, yeah. He was a uh, Brendan Vestival was his name. He's okay. very funny comic, and if if you ever have the chance, fucking look him up. He's got amazing material. His timing is fucking solid. So we're doing the second show. The first show went pretty well, and then the second show comes, and everyone, and I'm not exaggerating, everyone in this audience is shit housed. Like they are fucking hammered, and they are all apparently mindset of bachelorette party. Of just oh, focus on no. us. We're not heckling. We're helping. The woo girls, dude. We could not get through. Like nobody got through. Like more than a couple of bits before they would chime in. Like Brendan gets on stage. He's the headliner. He is being paid a copious amounts of money. Like I don't. No, don't get me wrong. He's not like gonna buy a house off of tonight or anything like that. But he's definitely getting paid <laughs> more than the rest of us. Twenty bucks. Yeah. So it's just kind of like he gets on stage. This is what this guy does for a living. And before he can even finish his first joke, this girl just says something like, don't you like my tits? And he was just kind of like, well, that really wasn't going to come up uh, in this bit because it's about Kool-Aid or whatever the fuck (laughs) it was about. But essentially we got done and he was like, I've been doing this for 18 years and that was the fucking craziest shit I have ever seen. Like not one person was just like sitting and watching a show. Every one of them were either like Ugh. drunkenly having a conversation two tables down. Super fucking loud. Weren't even responding. Like if we tried crowd work, they would shut that shit down by being just shitty people. Like they tried to include inside jokes from their table and our bits or something like that. Like a few times it was fucking stupid shit. Like it was real dumb. Like I, I one of the jokes was something along the lines of like, Oh, yeah, imagine the highest you've ever been. And someone in the crowd just goes, Sam and his ladder. <laughs> and the whole table just starts dying laughing in the middle of this comedian trying to give, like, this Jesus bit. Christ. And so, yeah, we got done. And I swear to God, like, we went out and all three of us that were on that weekend were just sitting at the bar just quietly sipping liquor, just being like, fuck. I think Brandon was having a soda. I don't know. But, like, it was seriously just like we were all just kind of staring off, just kind of like. You could just kind of see, like, we were all reconsidering every decision we've made <laughs> as far as our careers. Just kind of like, point. fucking shit. That's what happens when you have a two-drink minimum. Yeah. Well, and the worst part is that it's like, that was the late show, you know what I mean? So essentially it was like, all right, first show gets let out. They are still sitting there. Okay, second show, let's go. So it's just kind of one of those things that it's like, you can get the two sh- the two drinks in between, but it's like, you got to do them quick if you want to get it before the show. Or anything like that. Whereas, like, it kind of seemed like none of them really had any drinks in hand when they walked in. I think they got wasted beforehand. You know what I mean? And so it was just kind of like, literally, Looney Bin had no fault in it. Like, none of the comedians had any fault in it. It was just shitty people being shitty people. Don't fucking heckle the comics. Just don't do it. Just shut up and sit there. It happened last week at at Open Mic at Starlight. Had a guy in the back of the room who was agreeing with jokes. I'm like, yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, and at weird time intervals. Yeah, yeah, we, like they had yeah, already started the next joke and he was just going, Yeah, <laughs> this guy knows. <laughs> and you're just like, and now so do all of us? Like what's yeah, happening right. right now? Yeah. Please I kept coming I wrote up. you a note. Yeah, because I kept looking back going, Shut the fuck up. Well, there was a lady behind me who was trying to cut into someone's set, like, don't do that joke. 
don't do it. And I was like, shut the fuck up. You don't know what he's going to do. You don't it's even like, know the it's fucking really joke. good. Yeah. Well, it was, I even remember, it was Adam Benson. Yeah. And he had a bit where he started talking about Bill Cosby. And all of a sudden, you just see these people start tensing up and shit. And I go, no, I've seen Adam do comedy quite a few times. He's yeah. not going the route that you think he yeah. is. I promise. It's going to be great. Like, yeah. He knows Adam what he's Benson doing. Adam Benson is the, is the golden retriever of Tulsa comedy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he is one of the nicest people ever. Um, I actually catered his wedding to uh, Ashlyn. I was the caterer. And like normally, you know, you're dealing with someone that's getting married. It's all stress, all screaming at you because you're the help. And I was like, Adam, man, what do you want me to do with this? And every time I'd just be like, I don't know, man. Um, what do you think we should do? I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, how are you this calm? Like, <laughs> you're getting married today. I you kept, know that. I kept coming back after I, I came off stage yeah. to Hannah and saying, how can I abuse this guy more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and it was really funny, too, because then whenever uh, Laura came up to me and goes, hey, you're next. As if it was like some cosmic fucking force. <laughs> that guy just essentially, as soon as the first, the comedian ahead of me finished, he beelined it out of the fucking yep. room. And I was like, well, I can't be mean to him anymore. I mean, I could, but it's a dick move if he's not there. Yeah, like, right. I want to do it to his face. Yeah. And then even worse was then afterwards, I was uh, finishing up with people saying, you know, hey, we're going to get out of here, whatever. That guy stopped me on the way out of Starlight to be like, hey, I listen to your podcast and I love it. And I'm like, oh, so you can listen. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was waiting for him to like be outside with a fucking sock full of pennies. Oh, yeah. I didn't know how I was going to. He wasn't there. He was gone completely when I left. Oh, we saw my uh, partner and I left. We went to another bar and he was there. Oh, my God. And he immediately recognized us. But we did that thing where, OK, I know you saw me. I know you recognize me. I don't see you. Yeah. Yep. I'm I not am, acknowledging no, you. I, you don't present. exist. I, I am not a comedian when I'm here. Right now, I am just someone who is here with their partner. And I am pissed that you are here. Like, yep. yeah. <laughs> please don't talk to me. <laughs> who are some of your favorite local comics? Uh, favorite locals. Um, honestly, like I, I vary on this one just because it's kind of like you see a comic and they have a great night and you're kind of like, oh, fuck, I've been I've been fucking underestimating this piece of shit. He's fucking <laughs> t he's going to be stealing my spot soon, you know, shit like that. But most of the time, I like the ones that come from out of nowhere and just fucking murder. Like, I love Dakota Six Killer. Yep. Yeah. I love Draven. Um, Adam Benson and Ashlyn, like Adam and Ashlyn Benson. I don't know why it's like a, <laughs> it's like a tick now. I'm like Adam Benson, Adam and Ashlyn Benson. Jesus fuck. But like both of them, like, like every once in a while though, they have like their warm up show essentially where they're like, Oh, I'm trying to joke out or whatever. And you can kind of tell they they were hoping for more or whatever. But then by the time they get to a show, like a showcase or something and they've tweaked it, it's fucking gold. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, God Damn it. They fucking I, nail it. I saw that get made. <laughs> Fuck, that's awesome. Yeah. But like, uh, you know, the, the I guess we can call them higher up comedians or whatever that were a thing back whenever I first started. Most of them now, I barely see them on anything. You know, yeah. they're just kind of like, well, I'm, I'm just kind of done. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just kind of like, I'm looking at the guys that are, you know, like, like Bragg McPherson and like Wade McFarland and all those guys that they're just kind of like, they're chomping at the fucking bit. They're just kind of like, oh, there's an open spot. Yeah, give it to me. I would like, I would love to do that. I need no other yep. information to say yes. Also, give me the information so I know where I'm going. You yeah. know, they're those guys that they're just like, yes, to whatever. We'll figure it out later. But like, so whenever those guys that aren't doing it try and chime in, 
on how comedy is going these days, you're kind of like, okay, fucking do a few more shows and then we'll talk. Cause as of right now, you're retired motherfucker. Like, who are you kidding? Yeah. Or beyond that, the people who are just the watchers. Oh yeah. The, the, the people who keep coming out because they're, they're going to sign up next week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I hear about it every fucking week. I love it because people will be like, oh, I've always wanted to do that. And I'm like, do it. And they're like, oh, that's so like, you're so encouraging. I'm like, you didn't hear my reasons. Yeah. I'm like either I just A told you to do it. <laughs> yeah, I just told you, hey, if you want to do an open mic com- like comedy open mic, fucking go do it. Either A, you do great. And now you want to keep doing it and you owe me something. So there's that. <laughs> or B, you get up there and bomb so fucking hard that you never ever tell another comedian, "Oh, I think I can do that." Yep. Stop doing that. Like, that's fucking stupid. I mean, some will just not come to the bar altogether anymore. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> just... Oh, yeah. Some of them are staying at home. Some of them, like, they'll come out, but they won't even, like, they'll come to the open mic at Starlight even and not sign up. And then we'll tell people how, oh, yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't hear his set. I just left. It's like, well, then why the fuck were you there in the first place? Like, if you're not there to listen to comedians do their sets, yeah. what the fuck are you doing there? And it's like, oh, well, it's social. No, it's not. Everyone in here is just trying to do the same fucking thing. Like, it's not a social thing right we now. We started reordering the the nights so, like, at first new people are at the end. So yeah. they fucking stay. Yeah. They have to stay the whole time. Yeah. And there are certain comedians, too. The Another fun list that you do not put on last. You cannot put this comedian on last because they will be shit-faced by then. Yep. And yep. I am one of them. Like that is, I'm sorry, but that is, I have, I have like all of these like panic disorders and PTSD and a, I'm a fucking wreck. So if I'm out in public and I don't know absolutely everyone in this room, the first two beers don't even count. Cause that's just me trying to be a human at yeah. that point. Yep. <laughs> and then, so if I'm last, I mean like that last one though, I think I nailed the timing because I was kind of like, okay. And I was breathing and I only had a few beers and then I went last and it was great. But there have been shows that it's like, I went on last and it was like, I forgot my fucking jokes. Like when I got up there, I was just kind of like, what was I going to do? Oh yeah. I was going to talk about double cheeseburgers. Here we go. (laughs) Fuck you guys. It's funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's, you know, I got to ask what's your favorite open mic. Uh, honestly, yeah, probably still Starlight. I mean, it's, <laughs> I haven't, I will say though, I haven't been to the Albatross yet. I've I haven't heard good either. things. I have, yeah. Uh, Brad McPherson puts that one on. Uh, and I haven't been to Reds in a while, but from what I understand, it's pretty much, pretty much stays the same. And it's mostly just for comics who don't mind people not laughing at them. Like that's really. Yeah. I, <laughs> I did it once and I didn't like fighting with the back of the room who just wanted to play pool and yeah drink. and that's again that has nothing to do with like the bar or nope. who throws it or anything like that it's just people man people being shitty people being yeah. shitty people that's all because shauna still runs it doesn't she yeah the reds okay cool. yeah and i, I love shauna. i genuinely like her and i think Shauna's honestly one of the funnier ones too and uh, again that's another one that it's like the first inkling of possibility she could have a show she went yes let me at them yeah like i want yeah give me more mic time like that's how that works you can't sit there and fucking weigh in on stand-up comedy when you're not a stand-up comic that's not how that works yeah i i didn't when i was just doing open (laughs) mics i was like these people will rip me to shreds if i comment on them oh yeah and back then too like back when it was like uh you're talking about around first shop times yeah yeah fucking hell the hierarchy of tulsa comedy was toxic as shit yeah 
It was rough. And set in stone. Oh, yeah. yeah. You ain't changing that shit. Yeah. It's one of those things, too, that they would... The 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 reasoning behind certain things was always hilarious to me. Well, I mean, that guy... You showed up to open mic, but then you left right after your set. I'm like, so did that guy. Like, I walked out with him. Why is he okay? It's like, well, he's... Uh, well, and it's like, no, it's because that's your buddy. And you yep. know that he's going to tell you to go fuck yourself if you try and tell him that he can't leave. I'm like, dude, this is an open mic. You're lucky that, like, we're okay with signing up at this point. Like, are you yeah. fucking kidding? People were just showing up, and they would be wasted being like, I'm going to do it! And then they would fucking sign up, and then they're just up there. Like, fucking, you didn't make him stay. <laughs> right. Like, I don't fucking care, dude. Like, it's just, if I have to go, I'm not going to check in with you before I leave. No. I'm a grown-ass man. Raise like, are you your fuck- hand first. Yeah, fucking Jesus Christ. You want your full name, you I fucking cunt? Like, what do you... But if you do leave and then everybody else leaves, I'm going to be kind of mad. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> that would, again, decisions were made. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yep. And also, if it's a good open mic, you won't have that many people leave. We haven't. Yeah, that's the what past, I'm saying. Like, the past few times, we've kept the room full and it's been nice. And it's largely because a lot of that hierarchy has been broken up. Yep. We've got... Which is a which was great day, yeah, great fucking day. It's I don't know if it was a day or if it was like over a certain pretty, amount of time, but I'm pretty stoked about it. <laughs> a lot of it was COVID. People wanted, I think. Oh yeah, and I think a lot of people made the responsible decision to stop having shows. Yeah, it's fine, but people also needed a, an out. Oh yeah, yeah. like they needed. They didn't an have well, not only that. Anymore. Then it was like then if you went to those shows that were still you know wear a mask. You know, all that shit. Even if you went to those shows, those people that were, quote, playing it safe were allowed to talk shit about you because you went to those shows. Yeah. And it's like, you didn't go to those shows. So what are you bitching about? If I get sick, that's my issue. It's like, true. that's my fucking thing. Yeah. You made that decision. Again. Yeah. Again, <laughs> decisions made. I'm sorry that I like people think that I'm an asshole all the fucking time because that's my mindset. You are a grown ass human being. You made a decision and you stood by that decision. Now you want me to feel sorry for you because of a decision you made. Fuck your face. I don't care. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. I decided to do this. Then this happened. Feel sorry for me. No. Because you're yep. not going to feel sorry for me. Like, fucking, are you kidding me? I'm a grown-ass man. Fucking, no. You're going to tell me, suck it up, because I'm a <laughs> hetero, monogamous, <laughs> cis male. You're going to tell me to suck it up and fucking go do your job. Like, that's how it works. Yeah. Well, the reason that we still are having Starlight open mic is because... I mean, <laughs> the the pause to. is amazing for me. Well, the reason. Yeah. It, oh God, I gotta make something up real quick. No, uh, no. I mean, it's it's <laughs> disappointment. It's a sigh of disappointment. I mm. we had that great thing going at fur for a little while, and then COVID hit. And yeah. Well, I don't think it was COVID. It was a combination of a lot of things. A like, lot of people told me they were quitting. Yeah. So essentially, <laughs> it was like COVID hits. And the people running that open mic were like, no, we don't want to come back yet. First Shop decides, fuck that. Well, I should clarify. One of the bartenders at First Shop decided, fuck that. I'm just going to talk to every comedian that comes in here and be like, hey, you should do it. Hey, you should do it. And who fucking picked it up? Two new comedians that didn't know any better. So they picked it up. And essentially, that started this whole fucking thing of them or us with new comics. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, way to go. 
all around, just yeah. handling it professionally, aren't we? <laughs> Fucking hell, man. One of the hosts is great. The other one is a man who is made of wood. <laughs> and I commend them for doing Trying. what they wanted to do. I guess I don't I don't know I don't know what to say in these. They liked, don't make a card for this. Yeah, yeah. I liked going there. I, I've tried once since, and it's I'm not good. the same. I'm yeah. good. I just don't ever want to set foot into that fucking bar again. <laughs> it's like fair, honestly, yeah. Like unless I'm walking in after winning the fucking lottery, <laughs> handing someone a fucking check, being like, "Have a good one," and then just burning it to the fucking ground. Yeah, I would. I well, I would just pay would. for that. I would. <laughs> Money well spent. Oh, yeah. The only thing that I would be upset about is that I wouldn't be able to have my pants down while it was burning because it's technically still in public. Yeah. So, you know. You can see anyway. your car far away. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm just going to film it and then just be a serial killer about it later. Do that thing. Uh. <laughs> but now it's your time to promote and plug your shit, and then we're going to bounce. Fuck yeah. This has been a good one. This is lengthy. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes they get that way. Uh, but no, like Altercation Fest, end of October in Austin, Texas. Uh, JT Haberset throws that every year. Obviously, yeah. last year he couldn't do it; it got canceled. And so uh, I, I was actually on last year's. Like he was, you know, sent me the message. He was just kind of like, "Hey, you know, you're on. I know you applied last year. You didn't get on, but this year, hey, you fucking nailed it. That you know, he told me the video was great. Whatever. I don't even remember. All I remember was the the white hot heat on my ears because I was so fucking excited to be on it. And then COVID fucked that up. So. Redoing it this year, they had to get new headliners and everything because some, you know, scheduling conflicts and all kinds of weird shit happened. But this year, Eddie Pepitone is headlining. Fuck uh, yes, Brian Pesane is headlining. Like I said, I'm on the night with Brian Pesane, and I, I honestly have no doubt in my mind it is going to be one of the funniest fucking weekends that I'm ever going to have because it's just going to be awesome. Yeah. But uh, as far as shows coming up, uh, I believe I'm doing Evan Hughes's Heirloom show on the 25th. Fantastic. And uh, other than that, I would have to go. To, oh, October 4th, I'm doing Press Club, I believe. Okay. I'm one of those guys, like I talked about earlier. Someone goes, hey, do you want to do my show? Yes. And then give me details yeah, after. Yeah, now we're not like even going when. Absolutely. Uh, you, have, you have no idea how many times I've, I've looked at my phone and there's an alert that's like, hey, you have a show tomorrow. Fuck! Yeah. Oh, it's, do you want to do this show? Yeah, I'll just quit my job if I have to. <laughs> I've done fine. it. Yeah. I've absolutely done it. I've been fired from jobs because I refused to come into work because I had a show. I was like, I told you guys about this shit. And they're yeah. like, yeah, but I mean, three nights in a row. I'm like, yeah, my career's going great right now. Like, <laughs> Pat me on the back. Yeah. Tell me good fucking job, because uh, that's all I'm saying. But yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. Um, just still trying to kind of hone in and tweak some shit for Altercation Fest. Just trying. And I mean, I'm not going down and doing like an hour or anything. I'm just trying to do like the best short set that I can. Sure. And so I'm just trying to, you know, dial that in. I've got about a month, so. Uh, I hope that's enough time. I am stupid. So, you know, it could be I should have started a little earlier, but, you know, you never know. <laughs> uh, You'll do fine. Your, pod, <laughs> your you. podcast? Uh, podcast is Binge with Terrell Norton. Uh, it's on Soundstooth, Spotify, yep. uh, Apple, pretty much wherever you get your fucking podcasts. Uh, every Thursday at 420 and uh, every week I have a new guest comes on, talks about a show they've seen all of and we talk about, you know binging and the like but uh, honestly anyone who's actually listened to the show knows that it's kind of a, a funny gimmick to get people to listen and then we rarely talk about the show for more than like half a fucking hour it seems like and, and then it's just kind of like so why do politicians hate poor people you know that shit like it just kind of offsets a little bit i look forward to uh to doing it, it fuck yeah like we'll have you out you're on the list uh the list is 
I hate that goddamn list. Yeah, <laughs> no, I've got the same problem. Because yeah. I swear it's like, hey, can you do next week? And then you're like, in your head, you're like, okay, but then next week that'll, yeah, that'll work out because then it's not all like, then I don't have like four episodes of just white guy comedians coming in. <laughs> cool. And then it's like, no, I can't do it. Fuck. Look, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last last season of this one, I had fucking breakdown. He's like, I can't get the the fucking guest to just confirm a time. <laughs> I took uh, I took like two weeks off. Yeah. Uh, like a month ago. And even when I came back, you know, I, I probably binge on just kind of being all honesty. There's no editing or anything like that. It's yep. very loose format. Yeah. And so, ours. yeah. And <laughs> so, uh, but like, so when I got on, you know, that next time Lucas DeWoody was my guest and, you know, Lucas and I have talked about mental health before. And so he was totally fine with me kind of like, you know, doing a little spiel at the beginning of just kind of like, Hey, I'm sorry that I had to take a break, but at the same time, I love this show, but it is not worth my mental health, you know, shit like that. So I just took a break. And essentially, when I told Soundstooth that I needed to take a break, uh, Landry was just kind of like, yeah, okay, I don't, it's your show. I don't fucking care. Like, and I was just kind of like, wait, seriously? He goes, dude, you record it, you edit it, you upload it, you do, like, you do everything for that show. Yeah, I don't fucking give a shit. Like, it's no skin off my nose. Like, it's your show. Right, right. And so from there, I was like, fuck yeah, like. I, that's the, that's exactly what we were talking about earlier. Like with the whole shitty jobs and stuff like that. If I, if my mental health is taken seriously and it's like, I can use that as like, Hey, I'm really sorry this happened, but I'm fucked in the head. And they're just kind of like, yeah, we totally get it. You definitely look fucked in the head. We get that. Uh, that's great. But the funny part is they're always, they're always adamantly about like, Oh, we're, we're all pro mental health. And then it happens one too, you too get, many times. Yeah. And, and then there's kind of like, you need to figure this out. And I'm like, Oh, is that all I need to do? <laughs> Fuck me. 30 years of this shit. I've where, just been fucking coasting along. Fucking raw dog and shit. Years ago? Yeah. Right. Like, fuck my first panic attack. I was 11. Fucking let's go fucking <laughs> tell that kid. You motherfuckers. Figure it out. All right. So listeners, it has been a while, but I don't give a shit. You had fun. We had fun. Go smoke some weed. Thanks for coming back. We love you. <laughs>